Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of. Man, spread his voice around like a virus. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. His name's Levins, which means my name's Angus. That's right. That's uh, only only when we hit record. Before, after, not it's not Angus. Oh, I thought you were goofing me. I thought you, I thought you hadn't hit record yet. Oh, no, no. I thought there was a big goof. We're on the lounge, which means it is earlier than usual, and also we're very relaxed with one another. It's beautiful in here. It's a good. This you is got, you got the heater on. Got the heater on. Got the. Uh, How old is the couch that we record on? I don't know. I got this for free a few years ago. It's been in my possession. It's like the Millennium Falcon, if you will. I, 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 I've had it for three years now. So it was blue-ish when, when, it was we, when you first got it. was owned by a black guy that fucked robots and um, had a bit of a blue hue. And there was an <laughs> extra... Can you, is there one word you could use to describe the robots? That would be fucked. Thank Thick. you. Thank and, you so much. Uh, when I said fuck, that was with two Cs. Uh, <laughs> K. What is funny, it did come with an extra bit. It came with one of those... Um, what do you think the, 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 the dumb square things that are on some couches that move around? No one knows what those things yeah, are Yeah, that was the extent They don't deserve a name. They They're don't stupid. deserve a name. I, I jettisoned it. I was like, that's not coming in the house. Yeah, one of our couches has like the, the L shape. And then it has when like... When it's attached those... to it, it's fine. Like, yeah, I still hate it. The thing is, if you're on it, sometimes you don't want to stretch your legs out. Sometimes you want to sit up straight. But if everyone else is there, you have to start lying down. Then it's weird. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. My parents have one. And... Sometimes it's a race not to sit there. Tonight's episode's about couches. <laughs> we're going freedom. We're going domain. We're going Ikea. We're, we're, we're the only podcast brave enough uh, to go around. But it's, it's Force Friday. We yeah. are going out to uh, Parramatta Westfield. We're going to hang out with Jay LaGaia. And we are lining up for that. Remember, that was great when you and I were used as a stock image on a uh, probably a, a, a canned Channel 10 show. Um, and we're uh, made fun of. Yeah, no, was it was it one of the Chaser guys? No, it was the show called like Are You Paying Attention? It was or hosted by one of the Chaser guys. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely a Chaser. One of the ones that quit but then came back when they went to Triple M or something. It was like, no, actually, I'm still in the Chaser. I just remembered. But remember, we were used as a stock. Uh, this yeah, is like 2015. It was like it was a Force Friday night when all the toys went on sale. Yeah, and we went there to Parramatta with Jay Lagai. We went to Parramatta Westfield to buy Star Wars toys before Force Awakens came out. And the big uh, thing was, we were like, we're only going to come here for the Lego. That's all we want. They had no sets. They're like. 
like they had it. they had no toys in general. They had nothing. It was like the the it was such a downer. That it night. was so down. And then they gave some dumb kids. Stayed up till midnight. So stupid. They and gave- then we also brought our recording equipment because we weren't sure what our podcast should be back then. And we're like, we were we like st- people will want to listen to us interview random people at Fourth Friday this midnight launch. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. I'm so glad <laughs> we we're finding our feet. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll reboot. We'll delete the first hundred podcasts and just start from one hundred. Lately, I've been talking to a lot of people that have uh, like made the effort to go back and 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 listen from the start, and it's just so. Yeah, strange I'm like, to what me. was it about? I literally yeah. want to know. And they're like, oh, you had stings, you threw to segments. It's like, oh wow, <laughs> man, we've really let ourselves go for the best thing ever. But Angus and I, while we were like <clears throat> lining up interviewing people in the Toys R Us line. Uh, a, a camera of you know, someone with a with a because everyone was trying to get that 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 Force Star Friday Fever, magic, um, and so a, a, channel, a Channel Ten the crew movie, wasn't it? it was like yeah. September or something. A Channel Ten crew filmed us in the line, yeah. and they, that footage came on on a, a comedic show about like six months later. Yeah, and it was it, like, what are these virgins lining up for? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what they said. No, they were like, what is this footage of? And then I think like it's a game where like you ha- the, the funny contestants are all like. C grade comedians had or to like dumb dumb club or get dumb, regular guests. That's, that's what it meant. I said C, yeah, I said C grade comedians. They all had to try and out uh, C grade comedian one another. And I think the person that won was like people lining up for their virginity card or something. Classic. And, but it was a still of you and I, <laughs> and I'm in my like Jesus sweater. We're standing there with recording gear, and I was like, yeah, we actually do look like. <laughs> like I was like that. You can have that one, um, Rove. <laughs> Whatever, who I don't know, Dave Hughes. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah, I, you know what? Rove Hughes. It might sound racist, but white male comedians from Australia look the same to me and sound the same. Yeah. Oh no, no, no that's the point, one point of difference. They don't sound the same. Yeah, yeah. Hughes, yeah, like, they, he's they, like they, meh. They drive like Rove's shit. Like, They're good with money, and they drive like shit. There you go. There's two others. Um and uh, mm. couch talk. Um, this isn't a casting couch. We're gonna we're gonna be calling random listeners for our new segment, <laughs> "What Futon You On?" That's really good. Yeah, yeah. and if yeah. You, and if you're not on a futon, when we, we call up. you, you don't win. You don't win. We haven't said what the prize is, so maybe that's actually good. So we're gonna start taking calls now. Yep. Um, uh, the lines are open. If you're if you're listening, you we, you can look at the number on the screen right now. Give us a call. If you win, we'll, let's see what happens. Angus, tonight I want to talk about video games because you were away. Okay, Lana in Del Japan. Rey. Oh yeah. It's a good song. It's a great song. I that's a song where every time I hear it, I'll listen to the end of it and I'll go. Even though it's kind of a sad song, that's like a good wedding song. It's you, it's you, it's yeah. all for that you. That video is still made. That's still the best. Thing. I, I'm a big Lana Del Rey fan, and that is, uh, you know, if I could, that if that was just a singular thing, she'd still be as good as she is now. There are beautiful songs like that where you're like, oh, this is a beautiful love song, I think. But then you think, listen to it, read the like, lyrics and you're isn't. like, oh, yeah, maybe that's more of a funeral song. <laughs> like like um, Linger by the Cranberries, one of my favorite songs of all time. R.I.P. Um, Dolores, miss you. Uh, but I'm, and I'm like, oh, that, what a great like romantic moment it would be to play this. Do you have to? And then I'm like, do you have Wait, to? What is this song actually about? Fight, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, like, lingering is not a positive word. Like, it's a word you, you associate know, with I'm someone. Such a fool for you. That part's nice. That's nice. The Love Fool by the Cranberries. Now, that's the nicest oh, song. Oh, that's if, a beautiful If you song. want a song about fools in love. Um, also on the Romeo and Romeo Juliet, Juliet soundtrack, soundtrack was um, a, ba- a, ba- a Swedish band called The Wanna Dies, who did a song called you, The You and Me Song. Oh, and yeah. And it's I always you and Great soundtrack. Me. Always. Great, Great oh, soundtrack. Brilliant soundtrack. Much better than the movie. Uh, by, we spoke about this, too. By, a, by, agreed upon by both of us, terrible director Vaz Lerman. 
Probably terrible in real life. Probably good at making movies is what I... You know, there's some... Yeah, I won't go into Yeah, no, 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 we did it in the past. But that is one of those weird weird things where I I just thought that wasn't accepted by everyone saying that Baz Luhrmann's no good. But I I like that you you think he's good. I like... Look, I think his first three films are very good. I think after that... Is Moulin Rouge one of those? Yeah. Do the can, 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 can. No, it's not good. Yeah, man, they cover Nirvana. (laughs) It's wild. But get this. (sighs) It's France in the 20s and Kurt Cobain isn't even alive. This is a brilliant opening rant, by the way. I don't don't think we're ever going to get to what what the episode is about. It's not important. It doesn't matter. On the the topic of Nirvana covers... Yes. my little wife. boy's naked swimming. <laughs> yes, that's right. My wife, is a, my wife is a little boy who swims naked in a pool. You're constantly uh, baiting her with dollar bills. That's right. Um, but she is a, a primary school teacher yeah, and she, she um, volunteered to help put together the year six like musical act for Fairly some... Kurt Cobain went to primary school, you know? Well, yeah, different but place. for some like primary school, public school, a Stedford or whatever competition yes. they're doing. And, uh, the school spectacular? Is the that song thing? that was selected is from Pan... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like yeah, a Peter yeah, Pan yeah. remake. The new one, a gritty, was it the new one. Yeah, I guess like, so. Hugh Jackman's like the villain. I guess so. Yeah, and but, he's friends with Captain Hook. Pan and, is. Or something. And because I am, you know, a, a DJ with audio equipment, B keeps putting her, her, her hand up for me to do like editing work. For, oh wow, that's fun. And so I've had to listen to this atrocious. So the cover of Nirvana. The cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh my god! Yeah, I do know that was and in it. it. And it's like this, like foot stomping kind of like big pirate number, style, like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it just, and it just, it, uh, it just sounds like fucking Captain Jack Sparrow singing it. Oh, it's yes, so bad, that's bro. So good. Hey, uh, Pan. You know that movie was critically panned. <laughs> So not I'm, not by primary school uh, yeah. musical directors. Apparently. That's, one of the, that's probably like a kid's hook. You know, hook was panned when it came out, but I hold that movie in such high esteem. That, mo- that movie hooked me. It's I had a see. We should be doing um movie uh credit movie poster credit like a uh, shit. Get know? get hooked by this movie. Get hooked. Get shorty. <laughs> this movie had me shorted. Get shorty. <laughs> uh, so what this episode tonight is actually about, Angus eight. Eight and a half minutes in. Video games. Video games. Uh, we, the Lana Del Rey song. That's all right, because you were away in Japan for a long time. But um, they don't have video games. It's the, no, the country of they're no, invented. It's the country of no video games, and I, I smuggled some in my ass to get there. And no, but I, I, haven't, haven't got, got, I haven't been able to chat with you about video games in a long time. That's yeah. why you started the spin-off podcast. You had no one else to talk yeah. to about it. Uh, that timeline doesn't line up, by the way. I was just joking. Um, shouts to all the small games, though. New episode out soon. Shout out to all the small games. Shout out to all the small things as well. The Blink-182 song. Shout out to video games, the medium and the song. It's a lot of... And shout out to Smells Like Teen Spirit by anybody. <laughs> and the video game of, of Smells Like and Teen Spirit. And the Smells Like Teen Spirit of Pan. It's a, it's a Metroidvania. It's, of course it is. <laughs> um, where you play a, 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 a parent, a, a worried parent. Who can't find their kid. And, and they're in you, Neverland. And you, you have like a... Like you press A and you sniff. To grieve? Like, no, no, to smell. So, you've got to, no, you've got to smell teen spirit. Oh. And so you've got to walk, traverse around this open world smelling for teen spirit. You know spirit. how that story goes? Um, he was hanging out with kids and, uh, and he was hanging out with people and someone, I think Kath- Kathleen Hanna wrote, Kurt smells like teen spirit. And he thought that person was saying like, Kurt is the voice of a generation. And then he found out it was um, women's deodorant and it was like, it was a diss. <laughs> Really? Kept the, yeah, apparently that's where the song title was from. Great. I thought it was that he just hung out at um, high schools <laughs> smelling kids um, in the locker rooms while they were at gym. But it's the, not the case. The bosses that you have to face in this game, um, boss one is uh, Lombarda, 
boss two, a mosquito. Boss three, I don't, I don't know what the actual name, what he's saying. Well, one's a one's a racial slur, uh, mulatto. Oh right, yeah. Well, that'll, that'll an albino. Be that, the, oh wow, there's okay, those four. And then yeah. <laughs> The last it's a great game. Yeah. It hasn't it hasn't aged very well, but it's a great game. That that song has aged well. That well, I mean, yeah, but the game. Not the though. pan version. The the originals aged super well. I associate that with when um, hip hop DJs try to connect with white audiences in Australia. Here's the thing: when I saw ASAP Rocky last, I had tickets through work. They just played that song halfway through the set, and then <laughs> he, no shit, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. His whole crew came up. It was halfway through. The house lights came on, and they just jumped up and down on stage. It was like a kid, like, it's like he'd heard it that day ding, for the first ding, time. Ding, 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 and I was just ding. like, where's it going? It's, it's so not even strange. clever. It wasn't clever at all. But th- th- I've seen so many rappers do that. Dizzy Rascal once did, uh, like, he halfway through his set, he was like, um, hey, so, you know, I don't only play the rap stuff, you know, like, I play, you know, I, we, we mess around with some rock and roll too. Do you, Dizzy? And um, then he put up a picture of him with his arms around the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Like and on the screen, on the big screen, projected oh behind him. Oh my god, that's so and, and he's like, funny. check this out. And then he played "Smells Like Teen Spirit" because Arctic Monkeys wrote "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Exactly. That, that's so. That's so funny. That's so. And of course, they were at like the Q Awards or something. Yeah, and like yeah. it's like a press photo. It's like I don't just. Here's a photo of me with some white guys. I definitely had guitars that day. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so funny. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, Dizzy. Yeah, Dizzy. What were you doing? Uh, anyway, so video games, Angus. Um, can't live with them. Can't live without them. I can live with and no, I can't live. You without can't live them. without them. I love them. I fucking love them. They're my favorite medium of thing. I think. Really? Yeah. That seems like the hyperbolic horseshit you love. You, that, that sounds. I'm known like for you that. I'm say. known for that. Yeah, shit. that sounds yeah. like something you would say. I like being hyperbolic. I think it's, it's good. I think it's the best <laughs> thing you can be. <laughs> it's it's almost like arguing, but being positive. <laughs> it's like yeah, well, it is the best thing, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> shit, I. I didn't realize it. Maybe I'm the wrong one. No, because you think you think about things too much. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm I, impulsive. I put I'm it always, out there. I'm looking at the headlines tomorrow, dude. I'm like, how am I coming across? <laughs> I'm thinking of a ten year plan minimum at any given time. So I thought we could talk about some videos we've been playing over the last some videos. month. Some video games. Videos. I've been watching uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It comes on a green cassette. Do you remember that? Go Ninja Go. No, the first one. Remember the first one? I had it came on a green VHS cassette. Oh right, the first film. I thought you meant like video clips. No. And um, Sam Rockwell's in that first movie. Is he? Yeah, he gives the kids cigarettes. He plays cigarettes. April O'Neil. <laughs> he plays the, uh, all the Ninja Turtles. Wait, he, he he gives the kids cigarettes, but wouldn't he have been like 18 when that movie came out? Remember they're all hanging out at like a den? Right. Remember like Shredder? A lot Remember of Shredder's that movie. Essentially a lot of that movie is filmed at a den. Well, or a sewer, but that movie upon reflection is basically a, Shredder is a pedophile. Remember he has all these like teens working for him? This is a hot take. Remember? No, he's definitely a pedophile. He's hanging out. He, he's trying to get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and he's he's hanging out with all these kids. He's like the artful, like it's like a modern Oliver or something. Seriously, Sam Rockwell's in it. You, you, you didn't know that? Uh, Sam Rockwell. I believe you that he's in it. I, just, I want you to see it though. I want, I, want, I, I want the audio medium of podcasting to make this a really good segment. Here he is. playing a, f- a film clip? Okay. Uh, here he comes. So it's... Oh, they're in a den. Oh, there he is. No, he sells the cigarettes. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's the early 20s. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Selling cigarettes. Yeah. Menthol regular. Who are these bozos that he's selling cigarettes to? That's not Casey Jones. Who no. is it? 
Just two, bozos. two bozos. Do they become Bebop and Rocksteady or something? No, they're not in this movie. They're not in this saga. You're right. They, didn't, they never made live action Bebop and Rocksteady. Did they? Uh, only recently, but they'll CG ones in that stupid Johnny Knoxville version by uh, Michael Bay. Oh, fuck. I, know, I haven't seen either of those. Neither have I. They're probably, again, they're probably somebody's Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Michael Bay's. Michael Bay's of Doi. <laughs> but uh, how's that? That's wild. It is wild that Sam Rocker was in the new It's a good movie, I think. Or again, that's nostalgia. Uh, do you not want to talk about video games? Is that it? No, I'm just like prepping for video games. Okay. I'm about to Because I also want to try and cram into this episode you talking about your thoughts after seeing Solo a second time. Yeah, sure. And also now quickly. weigh in on the Drake versus Pusha T beef. Sure. I can do the Solo one now. I caught it again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, went to a, six, a very civil 6 p.m. session which is very different to a midnight session on a weeknight. Um, the cinema was actually more lively, the second screening on a Tuesday or something. It was wild. People laughing. People were like being very audaciously loud, jovial. I uh, I think I, I've said this before, especially about The Last Jedi. I remember saying it and definitely for the other ones. The first time I see a Star Wars movie, I can't help but watch it through some bizarre subconscious filters. And I'm constantly like, all right, where does this fit into the saga? And I'm trying to like view it as a film, view it with film language, Star Wars language. As we've gone in detail, Star Wars has its own language, you know, throne room scenes, fathers, destinies, whatever. So I'm constantly watching it, trying to Brain slugs. Brain slugs. I'm trying to like slot it in. But this time, the second screening for Star Wars at a cinema, I usually find more enjoying. It's like sit back and actually relax like I'm a dumb normal person and like not have to slot this movie into like what is I've decided my like life's dogma. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. <laughs> no. Uh, my favorite movie. <laughs> your, your favorite movie. I, I think I preferred the second screening. I think I can say that. I picked up on a lot more. I had a lot more fun. And this week I read the, I can't recommend it highly enough, all of them actually, the Art of Star Wars books from Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, the Ralph Macquarie one, which is hardcore, and this one. It's just, the insight's crazy. I, I There's so much in this movie. Um, I read the art book before going to see it again and picked up, a lot of things. I was, uh, here's an interesting thing. Uh-huh. It's a Sam Rockwell's in it. Sam Rockwell's and he's selling Han Solo cigarettes. It's actually very similar where they are at the start in Lady Proxima's place to like where that den is with the teenagers. It's pretty much the same movie. And there, it's, Lady Proxima's a, a pedophile. She's a, she's a, she is a pedophile easily. I could name five pedophiles in Star Wars. Go. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> he's spying on Luke his whole life. Anakin, yeah, I'll train you, you nine year old. Okay, <laughs> no. ne- next. That's a one. Qui-Gon Jinn. It's systematic. <laughs> Yoda. He's 900. He's hanging out with 20-year-olds. Uh, Three. Chewbacca. He's like 200. But, I mean, he's not in romantically linked to anyone. He's naked the whole time. It's like pretty perverted. <laughs> the Emperor. Okay, that's five. I don't even know if he's a pedophile. I thought it was going to get really, really obscure, but you just went for all the big ones. I'm just going for anyone who's old in those movies. Um, old people aren't necessarily pedophiles. Old people that hang out with people that are like six and under and aren't blood relative. I'm just definitely... It's weird that all these people's parents are dead, you know? It's weird that there's always a benefactor swooping in. Um, no, um... How young was the weird creature that Luke drank the blue titty milk from? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that could be a two-year-old for all we know. We don't know anything about that um, that, uh, that, that, water, that, that, that beach siren. Or what, I forget what its name is. Yeah, we don't know how old that is. That's you brought up a horrible fact. That's that's great. Um, but uh, book's really interesting. What I uh, big takeaway from it was that they purposely went to make it 
while I'm making it, they drew a lot of inspiration to filmmakers. And it's basically from the concept artist's point of view because, as we famously know, this movie, it doesn't really, there's a mentioned director at all. It's an art book, so that's fine. But the other ones kind of have like, Ryan wanted this or JJ wanted this, but this is very much art-driven, which I'm finding really interesting. One big thing that's interesting, it was just supposed to come out straight after Force Awakens. It was going right. to be the next movie right. in May. And it's not. What happened was... Uh, JJ came on board. They hadn't even had a director for The Force Awakens yet. This movie was... Uh, Solo was being made. Solo was pitched before the Disney sale. It was already greenlit. And it was going to get made. Kasdan pitched it. It was on. Lucas wanted it. Then JJ <clears throat> came on board. And they said, we're taking you off Solo. We, uh, JJ wants you to write Force Awakens. And he's like, I, I just want to... I really want to do Solo. I love Han. And they're like, well, we'll come back to it. Um... The only problem is it won't be the next movie now. It'll be like three movies time. So that was the first thing I thought was crazy. I'm like trying to imagine an alternate timeline where we've seen Han die on screen, but then the promise of him in an origin movie a year later. I wonder if that would have changed anything. That's 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 one thing. But the other thing that was interesting is they made it like a 60s movie in terms of looks, costumes, everything, treating A New Hope like a 70s movie that it is. Right. And the the premise which is interesting uh, i found and i love this like deep conceptual shit about me like the art books are so good because you see stuff that like just looks so great and sometimes winds up in movies much later like there's stuff in the force awakens book that wound up in rogue one and last jedi like it's just cool seeing these designs but it's a love letter to like america in the 60s it starts off in industrial east coast new york or Karelia, where he set like very industrial shipbuilding area then it's in the rockies on Vandor in the snow and eventually winds up on uh, like Big Sur, California and beach. And they're like the purposely thing. It's like the American road trip, the uh, marauders on the big bikes, like um, easy riders. So it was really interesting. I was like, Oh shit, I hadn't really picked up on that. So that was really cool reading that stuff and watching it through that filter. Yeah. Uh, with that like new knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, the, it's just um, the art. The, yeah. I cannot recommend those books enough. If you like movies or if you like Star Wars, it's like, yeah, they're great. They're so good. They I look you, beautiful. You've given as well. me the Rogue One one and the Last Jedi one, and I've poured over the images. They're so good, right? They're incredible. They're yeah. so good. It just makes you realize, even for a Star Wars normie like me who just treats them as movies. Yeah, like a, like a normal person should. <laughs> but it's just, um, it just makes you realize it's that stupid thing when you're like, man, I can't believe somebody can do that. Like, sit down and just draw a ship that looks like a Star Wars ship. Like, mm. it's they're so talented. There's that page in Rogue One that always blows my mind where they're trying to design that new Rebel ship that ends up being the U-wing. Uh, and it's just like 20 amazing ship designs. And yeah. it's like, man, all of them are good. And they're like picking one. Like, it's just insane. It's such a crazy job. I've got a few of the Pixar art books. And, uh, oh, and they always, I love when they draw 2D in there. And you well, see it's like almost a, entirely 2D. Yeah, I've yeah. got the, the Monsters, Inc. one. The Monsters, Inc. Um, one's gorgeous. It's incredible because it's just like hundreds of, of concept art sketches and like, like quite story-wise, like, deep into that movie, but mm. the character's looking nothing like what they I remember they seeing Mike Wazowski like, looks so different. Yeah, right? and, like, Sully has, like, ten beaks. That's And right. is, like, on fire. I love and it. And it's just, like, how do they get from that design to... to Even seeing this, it's really different. goes into, like, the original um, look of Dryden Voss before they let, like before it was recast and other planets it was going to be set on and, like, different origins for Chewie and Han. They were going to be conscripted together and be like war buddies and like Chewie was going to carry Han on the war field and stuff. And he was, <laughs> I would yeah, love that. Yeah, it was always like... And they're like, no, that's Vietnam. That's 70s. We have to go 60s. So they made it look like World War II with the trenches and stuff. Yeah, it's really... They were really like set on making it look like a particular thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's such a good read. I'm like, almost finished it. It's just... It's awesome shit. What about but like yeah. as a movie though? Watching it again. Yeah, I enjoyed it like much more the second time. And I enjoyed it the first time. I just was like... 
I really, again, I walked away not like becoming a wiser or better person like I might watching an episodic movie, like especially the original trilogy, which is great at teaching lessons. Um, go, it's something that stuck with me that's in this book. I sound like I'm regurgitating it. They were like, the big challenge was Luke is like this kid that's bred of trauma, like his uncle and aunt die, his parents are dead, he's on this hero's quest. And they're like, Han's a, sh- a schmuck. Like, so this, his story would not be like, it's not an inspiring story even his origin and they're just like it's kind of like a road trip or just a guy who's trying to get by who's not necessarily a good person sure do you like that it kind of suggests that he's responsible for the rebellion no rebellion's been going much wasn't like you know but he's he's, he's instrumental in funding them no that's not what it suggests at all it's like he gave fuel to a small sect of people the rebellion was set up at like there's a deleted scene on episode three where like leia's uh, sorry leia's adoptive father and padme like and mon mothma like are like the rebellion started the next day after the empire started. Like it's been going for years. He gave like a tiny sect fuel. Yeah, I, look, I, I think I. Yeah, I, look, I have my problems with it, and in fact, I was very surprised that everyone in our little community uh, was extremely positive towards the movie. Yeah, I and just think it's like, man, I think it's because it's a low stakes movie. That's what I'm into. Like, but I didn't find it low stakes. Like the thing that annoys me about it. I'm sorry to people that don't want to hear me complain about a movie they liked again. No, it's a good thing about this but podcast. We talk like, about the same shit every week. <laughs> um, I don't like that they made Han more heroic than I... That, than Have you seen Return of the Jedi? Yeah, because he, he, he earns... He his, doesn't. He's, he doesn't really earn the Return of the Jedi one. He gets, he's, he's too heroic in that. Yeah, he's he's man. Han, there's I could write an essay on how, and most Star Wars fans could on how lifeless Han is in Return of the Jedi. He's like sleepwalking through that movie, and sure, but shrugging the and Ford hated it. Yeah, but oh, you know what else was interesting? Think about the Force Awakens, and when Han's hanging out with Rey and gives her a blaster. Lawrence Kasdan wrote those scenes, and they're the same scenes in Solo with the guy, and he says to. Ray, when they go to Maz's castle, like, keep your head down, don't look at anybody. Same advice is given. Uh. I was like going, oh, man, there's actually a lot more. And these shots now, and I'm looking at him, like, looking at Ray, where he's like, do you want to join my team? We could use somebody. It's like he was writing that script at the same time. And I'm like, that's sick. Like, old Han, it made me appreciate The Force Awakens more because you see a lot of the stuff that Han was sort of brought into. And he sees himself in Ray. Mm. which is interesting because everyone's like, Ray is Luke. But I love the fact that Ray has the Falcon, is Chewie's her, like, first mate and like Han got her to be part of the crew. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really like that. Those moments. Yeah. That, 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 that's cool stuff. I yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I was just bored. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's so fine. Um, I, I, I just feel, had fun. I feel bad that like, I didn't like it. It's interesting right. that you like Rogue One so much more than this. I just, yeah. Cause I, we've only had two spin-off Star Wars movies now. They're not the two I would have wanted first at all. Like as you know, we, I can see what they're doing. But I definitely, out of the two spin-offs, this is this is to me is more of what a spin-off of Star Wars should be. The other one was literally like Camera B before a New Hope. You know what I mean? It was like the minute before a New Hope, which isn't a spin-off to me per se. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, it definitely had an endpoint that links to the the rest totally. to the rest of the movies. But I guess the, the the journey to get there was was it was it was really, unique, really well paced. I oh, thought for too, sure. Yeah. Like, oh, don't just, get me wrong. I think Rogue One's awesome, and it will always be the first spin off movie. And I think it's like it, it's it's insanely well made. It's yeah. such a great film. We, we we were talking about like how polarized polarizing people were about. We were shocked about Solo and about Rogue One, and I think people were way more 
yes or no when it came to Rogue One. Like, there are fans of Star Wars that fucking hate Rogue One. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone that fucking hates Solo. I certainly didn't fucking hate Solo. No, I think I it's just, just not a movie you can love. It's not, it's no, it's not going to be someone's favorite movie of all time. Maybe it will be. But, but it's just like, it's, it's just, it's, it's there. But, I think the May release seriously damaged it yeah, so much. And definitely. I think there was a, a, a phone call or something to shareholders at Disney this week, but someone was tweeting like, you know how they, people call in who are shareholders? Right. And it was apparently like the distribution head of Disney was like, we're reviewing what happened and the May release. And I, I honestly think they'll never release a movie in May again, especially alongside Avengers and Deadpool 2. Like, I think the release has seriously harmed this movie. The last film less cinemas two and a half months ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Like people's like, it? oh, it's four months since it came out. It's like, man, it was like four months since it was in cinema. And and, it was like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, and Marvel's just a, just, just a completely different beast now. Marvel's like what James Bond could have been. Because it keeps adding new fans. Like totally. The Black Panther audience is enormous. And For like, sure. That's, you know, that, that, that definitely led to Infinity War being so That's so, what I'm thinking. So I'm just like, like that, that seed in that book that's now planted in my head is like, if this was to be the spinoff that followed The Force Awakens, it's almost like a crazy other timeline where Phil Lord and Chris Miller are still there. It's a complete, well, maybe they still would have been fired, but yeah. it's just like a crazy sideline that I'm like, and it was going to come out in December. I'm just like, man, was that would that be a completely different thing? I, I reckon that that's like the. I, I don't buy into like the the you know people upset at the SJW agenda from Last Jedi. I don't think that that is even though like they are a loud voice on Twitter. Oh, that's I, a minority. It's for a couple sure. hundred people. You know, yeah, it's a couple it's a minority. hundred fucking it's, it's, idiots. It's on. a minority for sure. There's no way they could be boycotting anything. But like the you know the the, the hashtag on. On Twitter, like boycott, boycott solo, yeah, um, soylo pe- they call it. Oh, it's like so soy stupid, boy. soy boy. What the fuck? That's such a dumb thing to say. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's so hilarious. It's actually funny because it's so stupid. And also, soy is in a lot of products. They probably ingest a lot more soy. Yeah, you're than eating they sushi, bitch. You're eating soy. You're dipping that sushi in that soy sauce. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I, I felt bad that I didn't like it because of. The worst people in the universe are taking pride in, in its box office failure. Yeah, not failure. Failure is the wrong word. Yeah, it's but gonna, it's here's the thing: that movie, the reshoots were so extensive too that they cost so much money for the it, it reshoots. Was, it's alone, the most like expensive the budget to of, make Star Wars movie. Yeah, right? and it was yeah. the reshoot. Eighty percent of it was reshot. So because it was eighty percent reshot. Because it was eighty exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Eighty percent of it was reshot. So I'm thinking like it's going to be impossible for this movie. I think they went in knowing this movie would not make its money back. If we had to make a financial decision and be like, do we just can the movie or put it out and, you know, it'll, you know, we it'll be the one that didn't make enough. The other ones that like have made more money than, you know, the world three times over. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I honestly think it's uh, they'll ne- my my walk away is I I super I really enjoy the movie. I find it super fun. I'll see it again before it leaves cinemas. Um, Chewy MVP still hardcore mm-hmm. MVP. And love the fact uh, R2 and 3PO aren't in it. That's another big thing I love about it. But uh, I think they'll never release a movie in May again. I think three years in a row of public consciousness associating Star Wars with Christmas. and Yeah, but also like they released a movie in May, but they didn't release it on uh, May, the 4th. May the 4th. Well, Star Wars movies traditionally used to come out on May 25th. The first Star Wars right. did. Like that's what it was. All the prequels did. The first six Star Wars movies came out May 25th. This is the traditional Star Wars day not anymore though it became christmas right 
I don't, I don't think they're ever going to do it again. Yeah. I think they really... I agree with you. I think they fucked up. And I think they're like, oh, Marvel movies sometimes come out two months apart. It's like, yeah, Marvel movies are Marvel movies. They're not Star Wars movies. Star Wars movies... It's like, I know you can compare the two by saying, here are two successful franchises. One has like just five movies in a, under your... No, one has four movies under your belt. The mm. other one's got 20. Like, they're such different beasts. But yeah, I mean, th- that said though, the, th- the three movies before this one made... Like, yeah, and they're like in the top twenty of all time. Of all time, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I I know it's not just it, but I honestly think it was the release window from the last one mm-hmm. and the release in May. Yep, such a two damaging thing. And definitely, like you know, the fact that people weren't that excited about this comparatively factors into it totally. But yeah, I think the release the release date is definitely the, the biggest factor. Yeah, yeah. IMO. We'll see what happens. But yeah, they're my thoughts. I'll catch it again and get we'll talk about it again. Well, yeah, we'll talk. We'll just play this conversation again. <laughs> um, so, before we talk about video games, Angus, um, yeah. we are—I uh, mean, by the time most people listen to this, it'll already be out, and they'll be like, "Why the fuck are I listening to Hey Fam?" When I could be listening to a new seven-track Kanye release, because Kanye West is releasing uh, uh, five EPs that are no, seven, five albums, not albums, five seven-track-long albums. Okay, Richard Kings, well, they're albums. <laughs> <laughs> um. um for every every week of uh, from the end of May to the from end last of June. week with Pusha T's Daytona, which yep. uh, came out, is fantastic. Well, it's fan- It's the best thing Pusha's done. Well, I, I'm a massive Clips fan, so I will never ever like best say thing Pusha's done as a solo artist. Sure, no, I definitely give you that for yeah, sure. Best thing. I think Clips are great, but hey, you know, Lord Willen, one of my top top three albums of all time. How do you how do you like Modern Pusha? Um, well, I I think Pusher is one of those those rappers that really you know he has such an incredible flow and and street so kind of unique style though, and his flow like no one sounds like Push totally and but you know and I love those interviews about like Kanye saying oh you know like, him complaining about Kanye only wanting him to sound the same like, way oh, yeah. which is awesome to me but he's a he's a definitely a rapper shows Kanye is like a fanboy of clips. oh of course like he's I think cute... man, most rappers would be a fanboy of yeah. clips for sure but how funny is it that like their their relationship to me is so unique and special like if you predicted it 10 years ago i don't think you could have no totally but uh, push now, a t like the fact and, push a t is president of good music yeah it's wild it's insane and signing rappers that he's not clearly a fan of like from but a for a business of, standpoint exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah that that takes balls from your prior self that's jay-z prime rockefeller time it honestly is yeah, yeah. um but, but man jay-z couldn't put an album out like this uh he did. No, like, I mean now. Yeah. Now, fuck no, not now. Jay Z could yeah, not yeah. put an album out like this now. No, like, not now. This. But I mean, I mean, at, like at, at, at Rockefeller's peak, Black like, Album. Now, before that, pre-Black uh, when Album, he was like doing, Blueprint. Yeah, but not, not even like I don't even mean what Jay Z was putting out. I mean like what he was doing. What he was signing with all the Philadelphia yeah, guys and like yeah, yeah. There was uh, when Jay Z used to like music. Freeway. <laughs> before Jay Z bought art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, before yeah. he had a Picasso. There's some there's some incredible stuff around that. Yeah. Beanie Siegel. Um, yeah, yeah he, was, and he, was, he was signing some R and B artists. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, not about that. Pusha T is a Rihanna. rapper. Pusha T is a rapper that totally, um, I think, benefits from having one producer from start to finish on a release. And I never really connected with his. It's a very rare solo thing now, albums right? because like, it would th- like it would just kind of felt like a bunch of tracks thrown together. And there's a brilliant article out now. Um, Vulture. On Vulture, yeah, uh, an interview. There's a good one on Pitchfork as well. He goes track by track for the record with them. Both are really good articles. Awesome, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the- he's very talkative at the moment. It's great. Like he's a guy who's never really had this opportunity. I think. Like I honestly think the Kanye Alliance and um 
this whole album rollout, like it's put Pusher, and of course the the big news of the week, the Drake diss. He's like for the first time in his life, like a household name among like non rap fans, which is to me amazing. Yeah, like, like at, oh, people at, talk about Pusher T. Don't at talk this about moment it. in time. He he's is, the biggest rap artist of the week. Exactly, he's a big he's a bigger name in rap than Drake right now. That's insane. Like yeah. Pusha T. Yeah, it's he's so like forty something. <laughs> he still looks. Like, he looks like twenty two. I know. It's That's a, why I'm like, it's what? the braids. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, but he's also aged very well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he looks good. Like Jay Z looks old now. Mm. Pusha T doesn't. He's a lot older than Pusha T. He's almost like sixty. No, he's like fifties. Fifties. Early yeah. early fifties. Yeah, Beyonce's what? No, he's in late forties. I think late forties. Yeah. Um, this is like a shade on Jay Z episode. <laughs> I. I a couple of years ago, I would have joined in on that. I don't know why. I've, I I really liked that last album. And in fact... Oh, 444 is good. One producer, two, no idea, every track. Yeah, like, and, and I see a lot of similarities. The OJ beat is what Pusha rapped over for his diss track. I see a lot of similarities between 444 and Daytona. Not a lot, but <coughs> concept, like a el- elder statesman, <laughs> one producer, and no idea. And like Kanye, you know, no idea, like helped Kanye become who Kanye was as well. Like there's yeah. a lot of similarities there but i do think daytona for me is a much more exciting album so, yeah. i still don't try like the jay-z lemonade and everything i'm just like I- i'm getting my illuminati oh, no, you, but you forget about what what i don't don't i ignore jay-z as a dude these days i'm just no, saying I, just I, mean, I, like, I like him more i mean the conniving like let's make an album about us fighting and then i'll do an album about me saying sorry and we'll make heaps of money like <laughs> that i can't get past sometimes yeah but i mean kanye Totally plays the same tricks. Yeah, his wife doesn't put an album out though. They don't have fights. Yeah, but she gets her money from other ways. Yeah, they don't fight in public and then have like Yet. an album. About it'll it. happen. I guarantee it won't it'll happen. happen. It will. She's got her own shit. She's more. She's banking more than Kanye. She doesn't need Kanye. She just. She just argues with with Trump. No, Rhymefest. Yeah, she fights with Rhymefest. But no, she um she doesn't need Kanye. No, but, oh, but Beyonce doesn't need Jay Z. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe both of them will make. Kanye and Jay Z friends again because they're so much more successful than their husbands. There's like we have like two percent of our listeners. It's like it's you know it's a handful of people that are like please talk about music more and they're like yes they're doing it. These guys are doing it. The the people right now screaming next to you on the train with headphones in. They're the fans. So Daytona is the name of uh, Pusha T's all caps as well. Yeah, Pusha T's uh, (laughs) release that came out last week. Seven tracks, twenty two minutes. We've got a Kanye one coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Then we have uh, Kanye and Kid Cudi's uh, new group called Kid Sea Ghosts. Kid Sea Ghosts, which has been finished for a while apparently. Kanye. He's been uh, doing all these albums for the past 18 months since he had his like uh, public breakdown at uh, on stage. Mm-hmm. And the week after is Nas. Nice. And then produced start to finish by um, that's Kanye. Like a, that's the real that's, wild card. That's like, insane. Yeah. Seven tracks as well. It's going to be then, the first Nas release that I listened to from start to finish. In probably Nas as well. <laughs> um, the last thing, I, I've only ever listened to Automatic start to finish. Ever. Yeah. I, I, and not I, even that. That's been like a couple of times. Yeah. Nas is like the, the rapper that I know is good and so many people that I respect love, but he's just been someone that almost like I took a stand and I, that, that that era of New York rap is just always what I saw him do Elmatic start to finish actually. Proud and of not, more. Not, not playing as a DJ. Um, I read the uh, 33 and 3rd about Illmatic, which is a good read. The final. Um, and that's Tiana Taylor. Yeah, Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Which, which is, is going to be an R&B signing. release, right? Yeah. I, I like Tiana Taylor. I've, I've been following great. her for a long time. Yeah, so I, she's uh, that's going to be super exciting, and it's so extreme. Seven, five albums, one producer for the whole albums, which is so it's so good to see Kanye producing. And this again. is Kanye doing like soul flips, but they're still maintaining like the min- minimalist production that he did on Yeezus. There's no like sped up soul. It's not like classic uh, early like college dropout or late registration soul. It's he just drops like, it. He it's drops like it. bound. It's a, you know what Daytona is. It's like a whole album of bound twos, like just dropping like soul and then cutting, pumping the brakes. Down two is. A very sped up soul song there. 
But yeah, production Chipmunk. is similar. There. Oh no, you know what? It's also like Pablo, where he'll just literally play a, a sample, not really altered, and then chop like the song just kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a culmination of the last two albums of his production style. It's so good. It suits Pusha T so well, and he's, you know the lyric, <laughs> lyrically, yeah. What's that? He hasn't sounded better in so long. Yeah, like since Clips days. Yeah, definitely. Um, but. There's that great line where he's like, yeah, he is chopping. Like one of the lines, it's like the second yep. track and he's like, yeah, he's back chopping. It's like, yes, he is. And then it's that, I think it's... Um, then there's another line where he's talking about how um, uh, girls who love cameras will get fucked by a janitor. Hell yeah. Which is the weirdest <laughs> line on, 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 on the It's obviously something that he thinks happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah. So a janitor fucked uh, Pusha T's girl at some point. Yeah, in, she had in a camera, life. man. She was into photography. <laughs> It's really wild. She was just getting that film developed. The next thing you know, Bam, the janitor, janitor came in. in. Uh, there's been a spill. <laughs> Can you clean this up, please? Uh, yeah, but tomorrow, Kanye. And it's exciting. The Life of Pablo's last album rollout was famously, if anything, remembered for how messy its rollout was. It Within was a week. It was, it was a 10-track album yeah. called Swish. Then it became Waves. He kept... He was, he's doing this the complete opposite. He was photographing every track list. Songs change. The album then became 20 tracks. It released and then he pulled it away. And he then pulled he it and he added it. Yeah. He, it wasn't finished until like... He was beefing with Jay-Z over title shit. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And this is great. It's seven tracks. We know nothing about it. No lead singles. And it's just going to drop tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. It's crazy. It's like, what he does best. He hasn't tweeted for three weeks, I think. And it's just... This is the way he talks. Push was giving an interview this week and he's like... The interview was like, well, you don't agree with this shit Kanye is saying. Like, we know that, uh, that he's been saying recently. And he's like, he's not, like, I'm not giving him a pass. But he, he talks best through music. Like, that's why he's not talking at the moment. Like, he knows that's how he talks. So just please listen to it. And he's just like, it's, you've never heard anything like this. Not the content. He's like, the, the sounds. You've yeah. not heard anything. Oh, I, I'm, I'm worried about oh, I'm the so content. worried. How do you think I feel? <laughs> but the thing is... I'm like, yeah, like we, we might put this episode up tomorrow and be like, oh boy. Here's the get... thing. He's everybody's problematic fave. He always has been. How many Trump references do you reckon we're going to get on this? I reckon it's too easy for him. I reckon it's... I think it's going to be extremely minimal. <coughs> do we know what it's called? What the album's called? We know nothing. So we know, but we know what everything else is called. Just not... No, we don't know what anything oh, else right. is called. Okay, crazy. We, know, we didn't know what Daytona was called till the day before. Oh, that's cool. We don't know anything about this. We, we know Kids See Ghosts might be called... I don't think it'll be called Kids See Ghosts. It'll probably have a name. We know nothing what the records are called. Like, there's no listing. There's nothing. So, on uh, Pusha T's album um, is uh, an update to the uh, long history <laughs> of, uh, of yeah. Pusha T and Drake having... What Big started fight. out as very silly beef um, happened on a song called Two Birds One Stone." Which well, Drake... Even earlier than that, it, 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 it it's oh, yeah. linked to Lil Wayne. Yeah, um, but the most because Lil Wayne wore bape shit after the That's clips right. introduced Pharrell to bape shit, That's and right. uh, he called they they called them out. Mister Me Too is about Lil Wayne. That's right, wearing bapes pretty Fuck, much. I forgot about that. And, uh, the and most then, recent and version so... was Two Birds One Stone," where uh, two years ago, it was before More Life came out. Um, it was the same year Views came out It was like a one-off single And he's just kind of like Yeah You know You, you act like you're um, Like a, What's the, the famous drug dude In South America Cocaine 80s Scarface You act like Al Pacino <laughs> Yeah But there's a line like that And it's like an obvious Chapo Chapo And he yeah. just kind of brought it up again Like kind of Recently And I was like Oh okay Drake's still Digging around Then Pusha cuts back on a uh, the last track. And basically, like, you know, just the standard, like, you know, Drake Quentin uses Wright. Ghost Riders yeah. and, and, like, you know... Which is so less of a burn than it used to be. Like, so many people do. Yeah, it's it's just funny. Yeah, I think it's, like... 
I think rappers like using Drake as an easy target because Drake he's is a pop star. Is a, exactly, he's, he's not a pop a star, but he but he he views himself as one. He lives like one. Yeah, um, especially after uh, hearing some of the dirty laundry that's been aired out. So yeah, after but that's all Push says. Basically, he's just like you, you, uh, you, you. Quentin writes your songs for you, and like you know. You're not as legitimate as you think yeah. you are. Like you know, just like standard shots. Very, of each other. and they're they're quite um, obscure too. Unless you knew what was going on, you wouldn't really know what the hell he's talking about. So then Drake puts out a, a song called Duppy. Duppy, um, like less than 24 hours after Daytona comes the Saturday. out. Saturday, so that came out like Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, yep. Australian time. This song was out already, and which is just a direct like r- response to yep. Pusha T and Kanye and Kanye. Yeah. He's like, oh, I helped Kanye write 30 hours, which is on Pablo. Which to me, I'm like, that's a weird burn because it's in the song credits. It's like Aubrey Graham, like as a songwriter credit. Mm. I'm like, that's sort of ghostwriter. Like you got a credit for that song. Like it's completely, <laughs> I found that bit really weird. Not just because I'm a Kanye stan, but also because I'm like, yeah, you, we know. Like, it's, yeah, you're, And you're definitely the bigger Drake fan out of the two of us. Like I, I, yeah. I, I like most of Drake's stuff. I love Drake, but, but the best, it's that great friendship with Drake. Like he's, a, he's your friend. That he's, he's, he's a friend you always make fun of. He's Tommy Daslow. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Tommy is in Sydney. Tommy's not quite a rapper and he's not quite a... Tommy's in Sydney right now and um, he... Uh, he both asked us to hang out when we said no. no. We've, we've, been, he's, we've both been playing this game, which we'll talk about soon in our video game segment, which will come in up eventually. In our video game episode. <laughs> um, called Yoku's Island Express. Um, and uh, it's really, really great. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm so excited to get back home from this show that I'm at right now and, and play it. I brought my dock. Travel? He brought, no, just a, his, he brought his regular Hell yeah. dock. That's what I, I'm actually into that. Really? I think it's so stupid. It's a, it's a portable device. I know it is, but it's, <laughs> I would, I'd rather if it was a gun I'm recording a head. bit diss track right now on anyone that brings their fucking travel, oh, their dock. Well, I'm writing a diss track that's uh, travel docks. Okay. No, I don't travel with my dock. I told you, I played 90% of Donkey Kong Country on handheld. Also, like, hotel TVs suck. Yeah, wait, they're like CRT shit from like the 90s. No, they're mostly like better than that, but like, I don't know, like... Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it, it is weird. It's a travel. It's a it's a portable system. I mean, I, I, though, I, you know what? I I do find it more comfortable to lay down on a bed and play a TV with a controller than to hold the console up. No, I'm, I'm, my, I'm, my arms get numb. Build build those muscles up, fam. Oh, they build. They just get numb. It's like <laughs> blood flow. It's got nothing to do with how ripped I am. That's how I've got this body. You know, it's from playing all, switch from, playing the switch undocked in my bed. Fuck, that's wild. Um. Anyway, back to Drake. Drake, yeah, he's not a yeah, he's an easy target. I'm a huge Drake fan. I still am. I'm a bigger Drake fan than Pusha T fan, and I'm just you know, it's funny. He's <laughs> good burns a good burn. Like you got to respect the burn. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Drake also mentioned Pusha T's fiance, and that made Pusha T very mad. Um, so Pusha T released one of the most savage diss tracks ever released, and it's not even savage in the things he's like. Some of the things he says is are fucked, but it's like gloves off. Rap beef gets like that. Yeah. The more savage thing about it is the level of like research that has gone in. <laughs> How long has he had it for though? It's like everything down to like so it's called um a, the story of a Adotus. Adotus. Which is <laughs> And which has now been revealed that Adotus was going to be the name of Drake's new clothing line, line with Adidas. He's leaving Nike, he's doing a Kanye, leaving Nike but doing Adidas. Pusha T has now released a <sighs> diss track. Which now, when you look up Adotus, the first thing that comes up is not only is a diss track about how much like Drake sucks, it's all... SEO, baby. The image is a, an old image that, for some reason, Pusha T is the first to unearth, even though it's been publicly available on a photographer's website for over a decade. It's a photo of 
of Pusha T from sorry of Drake from his acting days in blackface. It's wild. Like which he was making a comment about like people having to do dumb shit to get roles or whatever. But like it's so damning. And oh, it's so damning. You can't really come back from that, even if you have a weird artistic explanation as to why you did that. Like you can't come like the bottom line is there's a photo of you in blackface. Even if you are like black. Half black, yeah. It's 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 just it's it's a tough one. But then he also reveals that Drake has a son. Yeah. So, a which son has by been a rumored. porn star. I've, I've known a I didn't, I've had no idea about that. Well, the thing is, Drake with a son, like his whole career is based off being a sad, lonely guy. Like, yeah. he needs a re... Like, this is huge news. I think this is the biggest thing. It's like, he's gone from like, I'm the saddest guy at the party type of dude. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I've seen him twice and his whole thing is just like, I'm going to go back to my room alone and stuff. Dude's got a kid. Like, his brand has changed completely. You know and what I mean? Like that, yeah. I'm not saying having a kid is bad for your brand by any means, but for a guy who's kind of made a career of famously not having a kid and like not being in a relationship, like it's a huge and not trusting people because of things they've done to him, and like it's like you're a dad now. You got you're like you have no excuse now. Yeah. you have to be trust. Like you need to be there. Stop complaining about other people not being trustworthy and be trustworthy yourself. That's what I mean. And like it's 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 mammoth. It's absolutely like this guy's. He's seriously made a career of being the sad kid from Canada, and the guy's like not a kid anymore, and. It's huge. Like, I, that's what I'm shocked about. I'm like, man, Drake needs to... He's, they probably had to change cover art, change lyrics on this new album. He's a- actually fucked. Like, I, I don't think Drake should respond to so this. So, he did today. We, that's not even a response. That's what I mean. He's that's like, he's like that's damage control. Yeah. He, so, uh, I've never seen Drake in damage control. No, he, he's never had to do... He, he did an Instagram story today, which is a, a, a screenshot of a note in his phone explaining why the blackface picture exists. And then... The final, like the, the the last part of Pusha T's diss track to him, um, is like just like pointing out that oh my god, this 40, is the most main producer has MS and, and is sick and is probably going to die soon. That's just that's just insane. It's so mean, but it's, like it's, it's just, fucked. It, I, but it just goes to show that like Pusha like, got Pusha has nothing to lose in this, he in this battle. He he's, nothing, he's for the first like, time a household name. He's, he's not going to lose his like spot as the president, president of good music. He, he doesn't care about that. Also, like, like just just weird to start beef with people. Like it's 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 literally like a guy going, "Hey, look, dude, I'm going to put you in your place." Or so you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's taken a guy who's not the biggest name in the world or something to try just basically come up and be like, "Hey, dude, you actually aren't that." That you th- that you say you are, yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. I don't. And then Drake and Kanye had like you know, but ba- Kanye basically is responsible for Drake's sound. Eight oh eights and heartbreaks. I guarantee you, like Drake would not exist without that record ever coming out. And Kanye produced, um, uh, directed his uh, uh, what's the you're the fucking best song? Yeah, best I ever had. Best I ever had. And he, which was like a big a part of like you know, like getting early, his name out there to be totally. With, yeah. Like it's an interesting person to have beef with, like. Yeah, it's it. I think Drake, you know, Drake kind of won through pettiness. His, yeah, he, that the the beef that he had with Meek Mill. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, he I did think win was like pettiness. so confident, like you know, fuck Pusha T's not as big so as Meek, Meek Mill. Mill and is like, yeah, it's just like wow, Pusha destroyed like, you. I know, but yeah, like I mean, but I, if you look, listen back to the songs, like Meek, like Drake's, like lol, you love your girlfriend. Like that's like the extent yeah. of his. Yeah, <laughs> his, now it's like, and you've got a kid. <laughs> 
Like, like, this is what yeah. I mean. It's like, what? Yeah. I'm so still strange. blown out by the Drake kid stuff. Like, having... I mean, he hasn't confirmed it yet. But that he was going to, like, unveil his son at his label or something. Right? Yeah, like, so weird. I'm calling it this. I, yeah, I, I reckon, like, Drake doesn't release an album now for a long time. Because he's supposed to release one this month. Scorpion's supposed to be coming out this month, his new album. It's fucking crazy. And, like, Push his is image. like, I'm only just getting started. Push like is if- just like, we've got four more coming out, and this one is, like, critically acclaimed up the wazoo. Like, it's getting <laughs> amazing reviews, Daytona, too, by people who, like, reviews don't really matter, but, like, the people that do matter giving reviews. It's getting great ones. It's like, man, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the... Uh, it's going to be announced at E3. Uh, it's the rapper Battle Royale. Um, you play as either Pusha T or, or Drake. Yeah, wow. Pusha T is just mean. You have to recruit um, your illegitimate children. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 your dying producers. I can't believe that. Oh, and it was like the day... Well, you know it, what? It Drake like- set it up. Drake's like, oh, and what about the guy who's your producer? He's old. He basically said Kanye's old. <laughs> He's like, He's old and... Uh, Father had to stretch his hands. I didn't, I, I didn't even listen to Drake's diss track. I hate diss tracks because they're always so boring, but I could not believe His line was like, oh, I had to, yeah, I helped him write a song. He says something like that. And then that's why I think he did. He's like, all right, then you, you have a go at my producer. Yeah. Like, let's, let's have a look at the facts here. It's just brutal. It's like literally going like, oh, you so-and-so's got cancer. Like, don't, don't get used to hanging out with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so mean. Yeah. So, interesting to see what happens next in that saga. I don't think Drake will respond. I think he's going to shut up for a while. Yeah, me too. And wait for this to blow over. I mean, luckily for him, a Kanye album is about to come out and everyone will just suddenly be talking about that for a while and hopefully we'll just forget about this whole incident. Mm. Yeah, I mean, do you reckon tomorrow's album is just going to eclipse everything? Possibly. I mean, what, uh, unless there's a diss track to Drake. No, at least it. it's seven diss tracks. <laughs> Kanye fame, like they scrapped Daytona three times. It had a different name at one stage. It was called King Push. It was due three years ago. Mm. Apparently, like Kanye kept deleting. He's like, no, we can do much better. We can do better. So Kanye could delete the current album and just have seven Drake disses. Kanye doesn't do diss tracks, so. No. Kanye's just like, doesn't do that. It's not his style. The closest it's, thing ever was the. It's too personal. Yeah, he'd make a weird short film. He'd yeah. like create. Oh, totally. He'd do a fashion line and make like, yeah. He no, was, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna make a the, the 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 sequel to when he got all the naked wax mannequins in a bed. Yeah, so it'll be Drake and be Pusha it. T. It, but it'll only be Drake's like, kid. It'll only be forty the, the Louvre or something like that. Rhyme fest Kim K. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. His kids. Yeah. Drake's kid. No, no. Kanye's diss track would be having, like, his idea would be like having his kid play with Drake's kid and releasing it as like a black and white art film. <laughs> that that or something weird like that. Or adopting Drake's kid. Oh my God. Yeah. Sorry. Being a surrogate. <laughs> However, that wouldn't work. Uh, so let's talk about video games, Angus. We yeah, finally made it. it 52 minutes in. We're, we're going to have a great video game episode <laughs> now, guys. Um, we've both been playing. We both played and finished. You finished it this week. I finished yep. it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which is a re-release uh, for the Switch after coming out on the Wii U. In you like uh, 20... bought it twice. Yep, the game's so nice. That's I bought not, it twice. That's not a diss track. That's just a main point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My um, Wii U is gonna die soon. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> your, your Wii U looks so old, man. <laughs> um, but 
I bought it on the Wii U after finishing Donkey Kong Returns on the Wii and loving it. Um, I bought it on the Wii U and played like two or three levels and I was like, oh, it's just more of the same. Um, whatever, this game isn't that good. And I just never returned to it. I don't think that's your fault though. I think that's the Wii U's we've, fault. We've talked about this in the past. Yeah. The Wii U was just not a fun console to play on. It was hard. It felt like you were playing with a PlaySchool Playmobil like product. Like the, the controller was weak. It, like the Wii felt sturdier. The GameCube was a way more beautiful, like Definitely. sturdy machine. Yeah, for sure. So... Seeing trailers for this being, you know, re-released with the the funky mode and like new kind of like updated graphics somewhat, um, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, I'll, I'll totally actually get into this now. I, I'm totally in the mood for a, for a Donkey Kong game, especially in handheld mode, which um, I've played this or completely. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't dock this game once. Um, undocked. <laughs> undocked. That's the name of your autobiography, isn't it? Rock out with your dock out. Yeah. So you played? I played ninety percent of it undocked because I was in Japan and don't oh, yeah, travel brother. with my dock. Like you, that's that's you, some cool shit I could bring back from Japan. Then you, then you finished it docked like a poser. No, I, look, it, it runs so much better docked. Like I'm a oh fan. really? Yeah, most we like every Switch game runs better docked. It's yeah, a fact. I just there, it there gets no, that extra no, processing power. There were no moments of slowdown for me. Uh, it was just like frame rate wasn't as strong, right. and like it's it's a lower res like by default. Like it ups a res usually. Like I'd say eighty percent of Switch games up a res, and it's just like higher resolution. So you play as Donkey Kong, and you have well, it's uh, Donkey Kong Country. If you don't know that, you're like stupid. Yeah, but with, there are Donkey Kong games where you played as Diddy Kong, as Dixie oh, that's Kong. That's true. I like um, the fact you're Donkey Kong. I think it was weird that they changed. They got rid of Donkey for the sequels. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a, a kind of like a, a spiritual sequel to the rare Donkey Kong Country games, um, made by Retro Studios. Um, and you, uh, you play as Donkey Kong. It's a platformer game that you have support characters from Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong and Cranky Kong mm-hmm. who all allow you to do different kind of extra jumps. Um, and when you don't have them, it's a drastically d- more difficult oh, game. Donkey Kong is like such a hard, like I love playing as Donkey Kong cause it's so hard. Yeah. It made me realize like how hard the first one was on um, Nintendo against Super Nintendo. Like, I threw that controller so much as a nine-year-old. Like, I'd throw it against walls. Like, Donkey Kong Country is such a difficult game. It's such a beautiful-looking game, too. Oh, for sure. It yeah. still holds up. It's such. Oh, the new one. The new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The new one's stunning. 
I was quite worried about a non-rare Donkey Kong game. It had nothing to be worried about. Did you play the Wii one? No. Oh, the Wii one's so great. Yeah, I would love a remaster. They put, they put it on 3DS, but... but I'd love a Switch remaster. Yeah, It'd be, I'd have to build a game again, because I'd have to... Totally. Build, yeah, but would it be worth playing again, or is the new one better? Uh, the new one, I think, is definitely better. Yeah, but the, 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 there's more to do in the new Returns one. Returns isn't, isn't too far behind. Yeah, sick. Um, it's, but, I hear what I was, I was reading an interview with them, um, and... Returns is is bigger. No, Returns is yeah. Returns is bigger, but they said they didn't like the levels as much. And Tropical Freeze is like every level is incredible. Well, the, all the levels are much longer in Tropical yeah, Freeze. Yeah, and too. they like refined them. So and they, there are, there like, are less of them, but they're way longer. Every level is like pretty memorable as well. Oh man, you know what I mean? Like they're so well made. And there's brilliant videos made about how like they introduce multiple mechanics. Yeah. In each level, as opposed to. A Mario level where you will only get introduced one mechanic as mm. you play through it. Uh, it's 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 such a fun, creative game um, that is with fam- great boss fights, dude, like hard as fuck bosses, and like, like multi minecart levels like, which are fucked. It's and the rocket levels too, which were introduced. That, that was that, that was introduced in Donkey Kong Returns, and the that rocket was all, levels that, that were my wild. favorite. They were my favorite levels in that. And this one, you get some minecart and the the. Um, perspective shifts. Oh, because, like, I hated behind. that. It's actually it's one of those, so hard. I actually hated that. Um, it's hard as hell, especially when you are playing with because um, you're given three tracks, you have to decide like which one to jump on. If you're playing with the Joy-Con, um, the oh, actual yeah, precision joystick, is fucked, yeah, because you you point up. I had a lot of problems with that yeah. with Celeste, um, but you can just use the the D pad if you want to. The D. Um, so yeah, yeah the, bulk, the bulk of the the level is like kind of exploration based platforming, and then occasionally there are just moments where it's just frantic. So many things flying at you, and your all the platforms crumbling beneath you. Of course, there are those you know you know one button only Minecraft levels, and also the rocket levels as well. You're in this like a, a barrel um, that you you press and hold um, the A button to elevate yourself, and then there's just like constant hazards um, coming towards you. Yeah, it's mental. Um, so you you actually finished the final boss level in <laughs> not realizing it was the final boss in one go. Like you didn't die yeah. once. I took two Dixies with me. You know, you can take items with you. Yep. And an extra heart, but I didn't even need the second Dixie. Wait, so you can have... You, you can, can start levels with people. You can take three items with you to any world. You got to function. So I, n- I never, I never use the items. I would like, always get an extra heart just for the boss levels. Mm-hmm. I'd give my. You can only uh, take you know, one I did, heart. I did use that extra heart, but, but I took I mean, Dixie the, with me the just barrels. in case because getting Dixie with you is another two hearts. But so if you only so. You can take three items into any world, but, but you can't do more than one heart. So you can do doubles of other things. So that means because so you get given Dixie Kong at the start of yeah. every boss level. Yeah. So once you lose her, can you then you get just... Two, it just comes automatically. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, that would have made, made it way easier. Fuck. I used it in some levels when I went to get some Kongs, like the K-O-N-G letters. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it was also first go. Mm. Like I didn't die, but I also like didn't really need an extra... I never got less than four hearts. It was crazy. Um, but before I'm not a speedrunner. That doesn't. It's probably not that impressive. But oh, it is. I died so many fucking. I was times just. I remember you boss. saying that, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, this can't be the boss." I was, <laughs> and I beat him, and I forgot what the boss looked like, like from the intro movie. I had forgot that that was the boss. Yeah. I was like, okay, and then with the credits started rolling, I was like, oh, oh, okay, it's done. <laughs> I was, I was shocked. How many times did you die in the the minecart level just before the boss, though? Fuck, so many. The yeah. rocket. The rocket level for me. I, I was looking at the rocket, the minecart level. I just the rocket like, one for me was over and over and over again because I was like. Stupid! I had to get the KONG on every level. And uh, oh, really? So you actually did? 
Yeah, I did for every Oh, level. well done. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't uh, finish a level until I got it all. Oh, that's amazing. There's maybe three where I didn't because it was one of the minecart or a rocket one where it's like, I'm done and I can't deal with you right now. Yeah, it's like it's like you just miss it and you're about to finish the level. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me still finish the level. I did a lot of um, hard resets of levels to start from the start again and get the buddy and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And, um, I didn't use da- uh, Cranky or Diddy that much. Diddy, I know you started with Diddy. Diddy, I love and Dixie, but Dixie's the just the best. Diddy, Dixie, you get like this elevated flutter jump, like Yoshi legs. Yeah, it's Yoshi legs. It's sick, and it comes in handy when you're like trying to um not hit a hit, hit like a um like a like fire or lava or something. You know what I mean? You get that extra little yeah, and sometimes the fire will disappear. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's so handy. Plus extra reach too. Like you get that little dip that sort of propels you a bit further mm-hmm. and gives you more shit to land with. Yeah, it's actually like gonna be one of my favorite games of the year for sure i, I was addicted mm. to it for, yeah, for a week here. i just I, it was all i played I, um, I want them i know they're not making a new donkey kong yeah well the rumor apparently. is that because we can talk slightly about rumors we'll we, jump into a e3 rumors yeah we, I, I think we can go we'll more, more in depth than that next week but just, sure. just before e3 hits. yeah we'll do that but um yeah the rumor is that retro are doing a star fox racing. racing game which is super exciting they did some of the um they made the donkey kong levels of uh mario kart 8 did they? And they also worked on Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS. Oh, I had so no idea. They, they have got experience doing races. Retro pretty much what Rare used to be, like, for Nintendo, but not the, like... I associate Rare with doing a whole bunch of dumb shit, not, <laughs> like, yeah, having cool creative ideas yeah. and doing fun fun things I that Nintendo never would. I read the Nintendo the other day. Like, Nintendo bought 51% of them, I think, like, and how the relationship started. It was really interesting. I just, I don't think Rare's games are as good as everyone remembers. I think there's like two excellent games and then the rest are like, okay. Like Perfect Dark, when they, yeah, the later Perfect Dark was shit. The one on Xbox, that wasn't even Rare anymore. I mean, yeah, GoldenEye, I would definitely put as like God tier Rare game. Yeah, GoldenEye definitely. Banjo, Um, Kazooie. Banjo, yeah. And and Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is their best game, I think. Donkey Kong Country is their best. Then GoldenEye and Banjo. And then... Blast Core. No. There's, I mean, there, there, look, there are a few, like Jet Force, Jetpack Gemini or whatever. I've never played that. Fever Pinata. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 uh, I call it Animal Crossing. I think Retro are a much better developer than, uh, than, than Rare. Well, it's were. a similar thing in the sense, what I mean is, like, it's Nintendo giving them properties. Mm. Like, Nintendo going, you do Donkey Kong, you do Metroid, you do this. Like, it's that relationship. And Star Fox is a, is a franchise that needs saving as, as one of the few unfortunate yeah. souls who bought. Uh, Star Fox Zero and just fucking hated it. It's every funny that they predicted that. its score with uh, the the title of the game. You know what yeah. I mean? It's 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 just Marvel. It's panned. Man, it should okay. just call it Star okay, Fox settle Pan. Down. Settle down, pusher. <laughs> should have called it Star Fox Pan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna do a new water burn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I'm talking Kong Country Tropical Fees. If you have, if you've not bought it. For whatever reason, if you're one of those weirdos, weirdos that complains about there being Wii U ports on Switch, even though you didn't have a Wii U, shut up, shut up, just buy it. It's a fucking great game. It's Nintendo doing a great thing. By- I remember one of the things that we're going to talk about that happened while I was gone, and it's about the Switch. Yeah, what is it? We're in, we're in the Switch zone. Um, the Virtual Console, or lack thereof. That was the thing that happened. I don't have much to say because I don't think we're getting the full story on that. Neither do I. They they announced the online stuff for Switch and they announced that Virtual Console is not coming to Switch, which is the way you played SNES games, 64 games, Genesis games. A lot of people took an immediate negative spin, but on day one, day two, a lot of positive spins came out where it was like, well, Virtual Console isn't what you remember. Like, 
you, if you bought uh, Mario Brothers 3 on 3DS, you'd still have to buy it on Wii U and you'd have to buy it on Wii. You know what I mean? Like, well, If you bought it on Wii, you could then pay a dollar. It was like a dollar seventy-five yeah, to, to get it on Wii U. It's like if you you have an iPhone and an iPad, they don't make you pay an extra dollar. No, totally. Yeah. To I mean, that's, Nintendo will always charge you extra yeah, money. Yeah, so this. maybe it was just like the system for them was broken. The submission of games was broken. Um, I don't I don't want... The, the heyday of Virtual Console on the Wii was incredible. It was the best. When when they when you... Like, it would... Like, oh, we're getting Ogre Battle 64. Like, you know, like yeah. these games that never even came to Australia. I read an interesting piece that was like the pricing was so fucked where like a game like Streets of... Not Streets of Rage, like a really not well-known game was priced the same as um Mario Brothers, Super Mario World. Yeah, sure. And you're like, I'm, why am I paying $14 for this shit game? And Mario World, like, I pay actually double this. To pay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. But maybe, you know what? I'm going to take it as a positive and just like let them start again. My, I don't want them to do what the Neo Geo games are doing. Just release really like straight up ports that are just like... I mean, I like that because no one... No one- besides Neo Geo diehards, want those games anyway. Yeah, but like, I don't want Nintendo to take that route and just start... But then I, I don't really want upscaled versions of like, I don't classic want I just want them to be able to... I don't want it to be on the eShop. I'd like it to be like a separate app where it's just... Like, like I just wanted to access every Nintendo game. It would be cool if you could just buy the, the SNES Classic on your Switch. Totally. Like, the SNES Classic is so, like... In theory, it's fun, but it never updates. It's not on the internet. You can't get more games. But, and the yeah, controls are so short. For me, it's just not portable. That's the only reason I don't like it. But also, it's like, it's not great. Like, I want to play SNES games with uh, not SNES controller. Sure. I'd rather use a Switch controller to play SNES In handheld mode. Yeah. Like, I, we, it's Take not, it with me. It's not a real SNES. I want to play Earthbound portably. Uh, 100%. Yeah. That's what, you know, And but the, 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 the plan was announced that it's going to be NES games. Just NES at the moment. This is, a, this is for their online thing, yeah. The NES games aren't that great. Like, I think if they're clever about it and they announce these weird online ways, like, you know, the way they did the NES remix um, games, which are really good on, on Wii U. Yeah. Um, but if they... They'll, reuse, like, pick up and play NES games, won't they? Yeah, like, but... Here's it, a boss level. Here's this. And if they... Um, and, and they remixed parts of it, too. So, it was mm. like you play a Mario level as Link. Mm. That kind of thing. Yeah, it was great. Um, but... That's right. You walk along and like shoot out of your sword. And it was stuff. real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if they think find a, think of a way that, that you can play like online modes of these games that you've never even viewed as multiplayer games before, that could be fucking awesome. I'm thinking it's just going to be leaderboard. Yeah, legit. Like they're not going to be spending that much time doing that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's literally going to be leaderboard. I, just, I don't know. On, online balloon fight is something that's actually weirdly appealing to me. I think it's going to be leaderboard. Okay, that's a bummer if it is. In I mean, any case, look, I'm going to wait. I'm I, I'm not I I have plenty of games to play on totally. my Switch like fucking plenty. To me, it's just I'm robbery. Like, your cat <laughs> my cat's is having destroying a house. just having a fit in the other room. It's fine. Don't worry, Peter. It's all good. Kitty Pride really really wanted. Uh, it's her this track console. right now. Oh yeah. What um what what what? It just to me it's not sabotage because as we'll talk about in a moment, Nintendo announced something yesterday which is going to make them trillions of dollars, but it is. They've got a backlog of the, some of the greatest games ever, consoles worth. For them not to tap into that into a portal device, which should be easy, that to me is just bizarre. Mm. Like from a money-making standpoint, like this is a company who likes to make money. 
They do. But they also like to be weird as shit and do things that... Very true. In fact, more true. I think they like being weird as shit than they do like making money. Yeah. I mean, it's that thing. I remember we heard like they do business like they do in Kyoto where if 10 people don't agree to something, they don't go forward with it. Yeah. Nine people agree with something, they're like, sorry, out of the 10. It's like everyone has to agree. It's so weird. It's so weird, but then you have like, you either have their model or then you, or you have all these other broken once were classic Japanese game companies like, you know, Sega, Sega, Konami, Capcom, like they're like three of the most complained about video game companies, mm. Square Enix. Yeah. Miss you, Squaresoft. Like, oh man, you know. It's amazing Squaresoft was like a seal of high quality and now it's like, we'll publish a game that this developer didn't finish off. You know what I mean? Like they do Hitman games now and stuff. It's so wild. The yeah, they, well they have the, the American arm of it, I guess. Yeah, different different decisions. I'm, I'm that said, like my most anticipated game for the year is um, Octopath Traveler, which is yeah, a that looks that game. looks like a the, the, yeah, as we've said and other people have said, that looks like a Square game from 20 years ago, which is a good thing. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But then you have like all the mess surrounding like the Final Fantasy VII remake. How did you the, they the deleted the, they scrapped it all? The other company like, they yeah. had a company making it for them, it's from so what I crazy. can read, and then. Yeah. They scrapped it, but now it's going to be in-house. Yeah. So that means it'll be a, you can play Final Fantasy VII Remaster, but it's going to be a pachinko machine. <laughs> so you either have like yeah, like Nintendo playing it way too safe sometimes and making old school decisions, or then you have SquareSoft just reckless. They're like, we're going to release Final Fantasy yeah. VII Remake, but you're going to need ten iPhones and you have to sync them up and you play them on. You know what I mean? It's just like some weird. Shit yeah, like them just like permanently adding things to Final Fantasy 15 and like I work with a guy a who plays version of it. Final Fantasy Record Keeper which is like a mobile version and they they're updating that for 3 years which is insane. I mean it's good if you yeah, love the that, game. Yeah, that shit's cr- yeah, I mean yeah, But I'm totally. just like wow, why don't they do that for like the yeah. you know, the games that people are buying for consoles? I guess it's not a priority anymore. It is weird, isn't it? Um, Should we figure out the thing Nintendo announced yesterday uh, that's going to Yeah, sure. We'll do, we'll do a big big switch chunk and then I'll talk about Sony in a minute. Yeah. Um, so yesterday after this this leaked while I was in Japan, I remember reading it word for word. That even the titles of the games. Yeah, the, the, um, a leak a while ago it was like the first of April. A leak. First of May. First of May. Yeah. Um, came came up. First um, of April. You can't believe that shit. No, nah, it's uh, it's Easter. It's Easter, baby. <laughs> Jesus is back. Um, <coughs> yeah, that there was a, a leak info that um that the next uh two the next two Pokemon games were going to be called uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And that we're going to be like reimaginings of red and blue in the Kanto region. Yeah, um, it's going to be a remaking of Yellow, basically. Wait, more so because right. that was the game. They Yellow came out, Yellow and Green came out after, and it was Yellow specifically, like Pikachu followed you, like they animated the sure. sprite for that. And uh, it was going to have a lot of uh, Pokemon Go integration. That was the kind of they were the, they were the main parts of the leak. And sure enough, yesterday during a big presentation, they announced the new Pokemon game. It was a great trailer. Yeah. Uh, you've got to like give it to Nintendo. I don't know. I mean, probably or Game Freak. Game Freak. But Pokemon I mean, in company. general, this this era of Nintendo, the trailers like from the Switch launch trailer, they're so well made. Yeah. They do. They, they they just show off what this thing is about to do, and it, yeah. you're so hyped. The Labo trailer yeah. that was brilliantly made. All the trailers are amazing. Pokemon one's incredible. Like seeing this, I'm just like, oh, they're gonna make a trillion dollars. Yeah. I mean, the, the music stock soared, right? The like, music they use is so like, emotional. It's, yeah, they make you feel like Nintendo's like cured cancer. Yeah, you feel like crying. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> they did it. It's so wild. So it's uh, two versions. Let's go Eevee, which is interesting. They're making Eevee like this up there with Pikachu character. Yeah, I don't know. Eevee was so, was so hot Well, I think now they're making Eevee a thing. It's like <laughs> fetch. <laughs> but it was interesting. While I was in Japan, it was announced that a Pikachu and Eevee soft drink was coming out. So it was like oh. already the like marketing is 
they're pushing Eevee to be... I mean, you can break it down. Eevee's a very cute Pokemon as well. Like, it's that appeal that Pikachu has, thick? you know? Huh? Is Eevee thick? I don't know. I guess I guess so. I who's, guess if who's I have the, the thickest Pokemon? I guess if I have Let the, us know. I guess if I have the thick stone and it evolves into the thick... Remember, Eevee's the one that can go either way. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. But the game's incredible. It looks insane. The game is incredible with an asterisk. I'm a bit concerned of... Simplicity? Simplicity. Pokemon like Go style Like, you don't catching. fight wild Pokemon anymore to level up. Is that up. confirmed? Confirmed, yeah. Um, you, you instead you kind of battle trainers and level up through, I I think integration with you 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 level your Pokemon by Pokemon up by taking them out with you on your phone right. or on the Pokeball, which right. is a new uh, a new add on that you you can buy now. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm sure more details will get announced. I don't it was to... interesting too at the end or at the press conference, uh, they're like, oh, and the next gen rpg comes out next year on switch yeah which i think makes complaining about these two games irrelevant this will be like a beta test it's good this is them kind of updating the graphics and even upgrading updating like the way a pokemon game looks we've never had a console pokemon game that's totally and like the game i mean we still won't with this next year we will with the gen 8 i think it is but it's exciting as hell. And I think those... they're carrying over stuff from the last two versions, the Aloha, whatever it was. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah. they're carrying over some, I think, like Assets HP or... management oh, okay, and stuff right, like sure. that, which was introduced there. So it's not exactly like so retro. Like it's even though next gen is going to be the proper, the next game, but they are incorporating aspects. I do find how are you going to play it portable if you're catching Pokemon, the wild ones, because they're only showing the motion shit. I'm sure there's a way to not use motion. up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a tap, yeah. Yeah. I do think that's weird. I mean, A, it'd be stupid to ignore this, the the monstrous success and like global phenomenon, which was Pokemon Go. Yeah, but, but also the, the existence of this new game means that you bring Pokemon Go back up to not quite the heights that it was at its peak, but like not far from that. I yeah. think people will be... Fucking Pokemon going like wild again. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, Pokemon battling was so fun against other Pokemon and bringing them down. I mean, that's how I kind of got introduced to, like, eventually what would be JRPGs and stuff, like you know, turn-based fighting. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, how many red trainers? and blue, especially like those. Totally. Those games are such great introductions to Absolutely. RPGs. How 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 um how many trainers will there be for you to fight and level I'm, up? I'm like, worried I'm about the lack of depth for this game. I think it looks great. I think it'll be fun to play with someone co-op as well. Yeah. It's going to um, make a lot of money. Yes. Let's be honest. Everyone's going to buy it that has a Switch. I'm. Uh, it's not for me, like at the moment, a day one purchase. It is for me. I'm uh, going to go nuts. Pokemon's not my thing. I love Pokemon. I played Sun. No, Moon. I know Sun or Moon. Like I got into it, the new one. I think it's going to be weird because there's going to be a step back from Sun and Moon because that was such a like hardcore sure new like i was like oh my god this is not the pokemon i remember it's so so in depth but i'll uh, definitely get a day one i finished um you're gonna pokemon get the pokeball I, I, I think i will yeah That's of course too you cute will to get um I, I finished pokemon red and i finished pokemon heart gold sure but beyond question that, not, pikachu yeah. or um eevee I mean, I know more about Pikachu and the idea of playing this with archie pikachu is the more appealing character because it's True. more popular yeah but I know Eevee, like, evolves into different... Well, here's the thing. You can catch either of them, right? Like, within the other game. Yeah, but can can that motherfucker follow you around when it evolves? I don't know. I saw you, like, riding on different Pokemon in the trailers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can just pick which Pokemon follows you around. Charizard, just flying around on Charizard. Yeah, it's dope. Riding on Onyx's head. 
big old schlong mode. Um, I'm down for it. I'm like extremely excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for it yeah. too. I'm just. It is. It I, is a weird, like bastardized version, I guess, in a way. The simplicity of the. Yeah, look, these, these aren't complaints. These are just me going like, oh, this clearly very popular thing that a lot of people will love isn't is necessarily for me. Yeah. So you know, that's just. It's not for me either, but I'm like, I'm I'm such a sucker, and I'm caught up in this hype already. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it day one. Great. So I don't know also, which mode yet though. Hey fam, change my mind. What am I going to get? Eevee or Pikachu? Whatever you get, I'll get the other one. I don't know yet. Yeah, help us pick. Okay. Um, I have a feeling Pikachu will be more popular, but I have a feel there'll be like a weird sect of like people who think they're superior for getting the Eevee mode. Definitely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really brave. I got the Eevee. Version. Yeah, I'm brave. I'm so brave. Push. What do you think Pusha T would get? Also, let us know. Yeah, if you would, which one? Push if you're listening. Which one who is would you diss the most? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they also announced a, a game which is already out, which is a, uh, a free Pokemon game oh, yeah. called Pokemon Quest, Yeah, um, which is eventually going to come to phones, but right now it's just a free Switch game, which is interesting. It's the first free it's game insane. that Nintendo have released on the Switch. Um, and uh, I've played five minutes of it, and that's probably going to be all I played I'll 15, play. and that's all I'll play. Uh, I played it in uh, in handheld mode, like, like all games on the Switch, because it's... Uh, I rock out with my this duck guy. Out. This guy hates 1080p, <laughs> um, but this is a game that does not need to be 1080p it's anyway. So weird. And the idea, the idea you were playing it docked with and like move. It's it's essentially like it's like a version of Pokemon Rumble that can play itself pretty much. Yeah, the, the Pokemon yeah. order automatically select attacks. It's those games. It's like the card based. It's turn based. Right? It's like the games that like every phone company that every game company makes. So I know? think if you, if you played it for enough hours, uh, some depth would emerge, but. Uh, there, there are better games on the Switch, so I'm going to play those instead. For sure, it looks great. Games like Angus, I just got you a code for it yesterday. Thanks to uh, Team Seventeen. Thanks, Team Seventeen. Do you know who they are? There's seventeen of them. Of course, they're I know the them. guys that make Worms. Oh, okay. No, I thought that was ID Software. No, oh, Team wow. Seventeen. Always. Yeah, I think so. Um, Team Seventeen uh, are the p- publishers of uh, Yoku's Island. No, was it Yoku's? Yoku's. Oh, is that the people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yoku's Island Express is yeah. the name of it. I and read it and I, I can't help but read Yoshi Island. So yeah, I'm like, definitely. You're brave. <laughs> so Yoku's Island, Yoku's Island Express um, was uh, developed by Villa, Villa Gorilla um, and published by Team 17. And it is a new game uh, that's on uh, all platforms, I think. Um, it's definitely on Steam and, uh, and Switch. Um, but it is a game that combines pinball... With a platformer, so essentially it's a game that you play, uh, like a, it's a, you know a platformer. You're moving from left to right and making your way through this big but open with world. Mechanics. But with pen- pinball mechanics, what's so interesting? It's flippers like, appear and you've got to shoot and get do trick shots and. Yeah, we've seen this uh, also popping up in an upcoming game, the Adult Swim one, with like the pool based one. Pool Panic. Yeah, it's interesting. To see, I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, you know, pool and pinball. They were always the first. If any time you went to a family member who had a shitty PC, they're the only games that they would have on there. There'd yeah, be a totally. pool game, and there'd be a, a free, like and a the, golf game. And we got the golf story, the golf RPG. When's last the solitaire year. game coming out? When's a minesweeper mechanic? Well, the out? next the next um, shovel knight update is shovel knight king of cards, which has card game card elements to it. You're kidding? Yeah, that's hilarious. You gotta you gotta play all of shovel knight at some point before I that do. comes out. Yep, I, w- I will. I'm I'm purposely not turning down the volume on my Switch because I love... He wants people to know he has a Switch. I love an undocked Switch. (laughs) I I know, you're like a guy who's passionate about um, not circumcising babies. (laughs) You know, like, that's frowned upon now? Oh, yeah. I I, I don't know anyone... Like, well, maybe I do, I don't say, but, like, 
minority of my friends were circumcised. Yeah. Like it wasn't a thing. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm putting it out here. I am. I'm, you are circumcised? Yeah, yeah. I'm docked. I'm well, un- you're I'm- docked. <laughs> <laughs> so you're undocked? No. What should we say? What's circumcised? Undocked? undocked. Oh, no. Uh, Evie or Pikachu? <laughs> Circumcised is circumcised is Evie because it can it can it can be evolved it into. Can evolve. <laughs> Wait, circumcised is docked. Uncircumcised is undocked. I think because the un makes sense. Okay, so you're playing. <laughs> you, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm playing like as if I am circumcised. I'm not. I'm like total. You're very confusing. But you know, what? I, I, so because I am circumcised. But you're, but when, like, they when, don't do when, it now, do they? When Archie was born, I was like to the doctor, so. Is he, will he get circumcised? And they're like um, horrified. And they're all like, oh no, that that's not a thing that happens anymore. And like, you know, if you think it's important just to like, you know, have something that happened to you, happen to your son, <laughs> like maybe you should rethink. I was like, okay, like I wasn't getting that heavy. Okay, but push your tea. But now like, like this is TMI maybe, but like my, my kid's dick looks different to mine. <laughs> and so like, it's weird. You just find yourself staring it's like, at it? You know, like, no, no, it's like, you know, if, if, if it's, Saw or whatever You won't know what to do I'm like I'm I, a phone call away yeah. <laughs> Okay I'll call you in I mean <laughs> He might look like yours But it's starting to look a lot like mine Is what I'm saying <laughs> I'll help you I'll talk you through And then he starts thinking That you're his real dad Yeah he's like I had a bath of Angus and you The other day And I just noticed that uh, Angus is looking a little bit more like Archie <laughs> This is like Top top two episodes I think, It's pretty maybe. funny <laughs> But yeah It's uh, it's not it's, it's Yeah it's I don't know why we started speaking About circumcision <laughs> But if you're circumcised, would you buy Evie or Pikachu mode? Please hit us up on Facebook. Or if you're uncircumcised, what are you, more Pokemon Go? Um, so, Yoku's Island Express. Um, you you, you this play? Is, this is going to come up in the chat for sure. 100%. There's going to be a poll. Join our, join, us, join our Patreon chat to talk about this episode live with us. Patreon.com slash HeyFam. Yeah. Just oh. five bucks a month gets you exclusive access to roast us about the dumb things we say on the show. Um, so Yoku's rude. Island Express. You play a dung beetle. Uh, circumcised <laughs> <laughs> or uncircumcised? They don't do that anymore. Do you reckon Drake? Oh no, Drake's circumcised. Yeah, it's Jewish. Jewish. What about Pusher? It wasn't a thing in America, was it? It's not as big in America as it was. I think it was a big in America. I think the UK right. is when it wasn't. I think UK. Oh, you're right. They did do it. Yeah, Europe. They don't do it. Um, yeah, because yeah, that, yeah, it's a it's definitely a thing in America. Wow. So Pusher and Drake. Maybe they'll maybe they'll bond after all. Finally, off. this is what's <laughs> going to bring them together. Yeah. Imagine if you have Batman v Superman. It wasn't that their parents were both Wait named Martha. You, you, you cut as well. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not snipped. <laughs> not snipped because they're in the minority. Yeah. Finally, I know what it feels like. You're not either, brother. <laughs> I'm Kryptonian. They can't cut it. <laughs> Scissors kept breaking. It's like, and Bruce Wayne's like, my parents died. Yeah, but then it, then Superman looks at Batman's dick, but he's he's branded it. Yeah, so it's like, like, oh, we're not this, we're not that. Di- we are pretty different, actually. Um, yeah, so you, in Yoku's Island Express, you play a dung beetle. Uh, moving this little ball around, the ball is cool. a is a pinball. It looks very um, cute and lovable. I say that much. And I'm a couple hours into this. I fucking love it so much. Like SteamWorld Dig Two levels of love, wow. which, as you know, was one of my favorite games. So of he's going to get a back tat. Yeah. Of this, was the my, robot on in my SteamWorld? Am <laughs> I removed? Well, I'll get it on my foreskin because yeah. I can. Put <laughs> <laughs> that little bit more. Maybe me and your son will bond over it one day. But you're in this world and you've got to do like, um, like it's like a kind of RPG setup where you meet all these people that you've got to go and do like little errands for. You have to, RPG. Yeah, you, right. you actually become a, a post officer. 
That's um, so sick. And you've got to deliver mail and packages to people across this big land. Oh, man, it's so cute. You unlock abilities. So, it's like it has the Metroidvania element um, that you then go back into areas that you that you weren't able to access earlier. Like you've, there, so there's water that you, I guess you eventually get swimming abilities. And So, these guys always made worms. I'm going back to worms for a minute. You can look it up. We can do it. We'll do a worms episode. Team 17. Worms Armageddon, in, in my opinion, the best iteration of Worms. I stopped playing at Worms too. Man, OG. Armageddon was the next one. It got better. Yeah. I hated when they went to 3D. I thought they looked <laughs> yeah, super so bad. shit. This is like the cartoony looking version. Do you remember when they were making Worms 64 and it was like, oh man, it was like Superman 64 levels of fucksness. It was insane. It was like, you'd get behind, it was like third person shooter, but you still had to shoot people around like turn by turn. It was nuts. I don't know if I ever made it past concept stage. I remember seeing concept pictures for it in like the 90s and it looked, I was like, this is crazy. What that, The 64 is so powerful. <laughs> and obviously I was wrong because it looks like shit. So I've got, I've gotten, you've got Yoku's Island Express uh, loaded up radio on your Switch. You're about to finish Far Cry 5. We can talk about that in a minute. Um, but I, I really, really think that this is a game that you'll fucking love and a good one for us to talk about. Mm. Um, yeah. I got, I'm going to play it this weekend. It's really, really, now, it, it, it's so charming. I'm not playing any Switch games. <laughs> You, well, you bought well, the last one we're going to talk about is uh, Hyrule. Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I bought it um, on a plane. No, I bought it before I had a flight recently because it came out the day I was leaving Japan. Connected to my hotel's Wi-Fi. It was nice being a country with sick internet because it downloaded it within like it came like a bunch of gigabytes. It downloaded in like thirty minutes or something, and that was like hotel Wi-Fi, so not even like mm. good home Wi-Fi. And I started playing on a plane and I got to this point, like the game's quite frantic. It's quite, you're running around, you've got to, oh shit, this is going on over there. I've got to go defend this. It's kind of like tower defense almost, except third person slasher. You know what I mean? It yep. marries those two. So I was getting, you know, you, you start to get the mechanics where you're switching between different characters, which is super fun. And you're cutting down waves of enemies, which go down very easily, but that's oh, yeah. not the, the challenge in the, the game. The challenge is, 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 is making sure you're in you're many different places at stuff. once. Yeah. But um, I just kept flashing. This thing kept saying like, go here and... I was like, I really don't know what to do. I'm not that stupid. I looked at the map. I was following it. And then I was like, fuck, I'm on a flight. I really want to Google like just the mission. And I started, when I finished Donkey Kong last night, I was like, all right, I'll continue where I left up on it. It was this flashing thing being like, go to the fort to stop something. I started typing on Google now because I couldn't figure it out for another 15 minutes. Last night I was playing it docked. 1080p looks beautiful. (laughs) Um you know, I don't, I'm not a I'm not a monster and want to cut off my switch from its the rest of its body. I'm uh, running around. <laughs> I'm I'm that doctor, and it, I couldn't go anywhere. And then I was like, oh, I'm finally on land, land ahoy! I'm going to Google it. It auto completed the sentence, and apparently it's a fucking bug in every version of the game. And the next part won't load. And they're like, uh, oh, you have to quit your level. And I was playing it for about 45 minutes because you have a time. Always limit. happens to you. But a lot of people, yeah, it's happened. They're like, oh, you'll have to restart again. Which I don't mind. It was fun, but I was like. Hurrah, I know I'm not stupid. Yeah. Like it was a bug, but it's the second level of the game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I was playing it and I've never played a Dynasty Warriors game, which this is obviously... And there's... Is Fire Emblem Warriors out yet? No. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. it did come out. Yeah, it came out last I mean, they're huge in Japan, these games, right? Yeah. I, I get them, but I'm playing it and it's just kind of jarring playing a, like a, a Zelda game, but without the polish of a Zelda game. Like I know it's not made by... Nintendo, you can very much sure. tell that from yeah, the yeah. menus to the fonts <laughs> to just the layout of the game. You can tell it's not a Nintendo, which is fine. Um, <laughs> it looks cool and it's fun seeing like 
you be it's fun to be chic and it's fun to be uh, Zelda it's fun to be these characters for once and like be completely like I'm cannot wait to play as like Tingle and all these fucked up characters I'm really looking forward to that you can be Tingle in it can't you I think so you can, you'd imagine so you can be every character characters from Wind Waker characters from like Phantom Link's Hourglass Awakening. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm really looking forward to that but it just doesn't have you know it's not a Nintendo game and that's fine yeah. but I never owned it on Wii U or 3DS apparently there's like a st- uh not not a story mode. Like a, there's a, there's second, a new mode. A there's free a new mode? mode, which apparently is awesome. Free mode or something? Or? Uh, I'm not sure what it's called, but apparently yeah, right. that's the that's the best way to play it. Right. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I had it on we oh, on, on a Nintendo podcast. Sure. If you find out what it is, let me know before I start playing it again. Listen to the NVC episode. Nintendo, Nintendo oh. voice chat, the IGN. It might, is it, podcast. And is, does it sound like it's unique to this new version that we've ever? Possibly, I can't, I can't remember. But yeah, I, I bought it for Wii U. I played. I think I played the first level and yeah. was like, "Oh, that was something," and then just never played it again. <laughs> that was, that and was I very much it, you. I assumed it was because the game was bad, but no, we know it's because the Wii U was bad. It was the Wii U's bad. A guy I work with was like, loved it on 3DS. Mm. Played the fuck out of it on 3DS. Yeah, because you almost bought it and I told you not to because it got bad reviews on 3DS. Yeah, I heard the frame rate and shit was like really bad and noticeable because yeah. it was... Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty hard game to port. I can't imagine it looking too good. And I've heard similar reports from people trying to play this. Um, that was one thing I noticed on the plane as you gotta well. you got to play this on docked. I was playing it on docked and I had the bug and I was just like coming after the polish of... um. Drake's blackface photo. No, <laughs> the shoe pl- No, coming from the polish of Donkey Kong Country Returns. It was like, oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah these guys make games really well. And that's when I decided to watch Your Name and got depressed on the plane because I was leaving. Beautiful movie. The best... Man, I've had nothing but train woes since being back in Sydney. We, we, we haven't actually done an episode about you being in Japan, coming back from Japan. Everyone asked me at work, like, what was the best thing? And this is such a stupid, but like extremely on my bullshit answer. I'm just like the logistics. Like I'm getting one side of the city to the other like that. There's no delays. Like it's the best. I'm train two network, to three hundred yeah. meters underground on every train. Four bars of reception. I don't even live here on like a like well-known telco. Like I'm using one of your SIM cards. <laughs> I'm above ground here. Four bars of reception. I can't even access a page until I get back to Wi-Fi. Like it's. So, I'm just noticing how even the train stations here, man. In Sydney, especially, I was sitting on one tonight coming home, which was the third one because the trains were so full they weren't letting people on because they're stupid. <laughs> so stupid. They shouldn't be split level because they only make like, they can only feel like 100 people split level. Like, it's so stupid. And then if you're left standing, which now I have to stand on basically every train down the aisles because our trains are so infrequent now. Yeah. There's nothing to hold on to. It's like so appalling. There's no signage in the trains. I don't know which stop we're at and you can barely see it outside. Yes, totally. It's, I don't know how somebody who has accessibility problems, like whether hearing or um, physical or vision, I'm not sure how people are traveling. It's so not like accessibility friendly. Accessibility friendly. I mean. Yeah, because I don't. I don't have a, a real job, so I, I never travel during peak hours. Some real the, the few times I do, it's just fucked. Myself. Yeah, it's it, that's me every day. Like I, I, I'm, I, it's I'm getting to work earlier and leaving later to avoid. And my work it's might be good. happy, and it's not good. I'm not getting paid any different. But it's uh, man, the logistics is seriously the thing I miss the most. It's nuts. Um, Sorry, that's so boring. That was great. I know it was an extremely you answer. Um, so the other two games I'm playing on Switch at the moment, um, one is a like a uh, arcade shoot 'em up. Um, a Which one? Re-release. Of oh, a, well, a we were game, just playing before. GameCube and uh, Dreamcast game called Ikaruga. Um, which was developed by Treasure Games um, in the early 2000s. Um, and you, uh, you basically, you know, it's like a, your classic kind of uh, shooting spaceship. 
uh, arcade. As they lovingly yeah, yeah. called the shoot 'em ups, and they they, they were they're huge in Asia, like yeah. massively fan base. I mean, I remember playing them in the late '80s, early '90s, always on arcade machines because they loaned themselves to the longest screen that like a lot of arcade cabinets had. And what's so great about this one is that you can actually like. Move the flip screen, it. flip the screen. Is this the so first you- time outside of like Labo or whatever where you've had to do that with the Switch? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't. Th- I remember when it was pitched, that was like an exciting thing that people were like, oh, it doesn't mean games will have to be necessarily horizontal. Like you'll get this new vertical angle. But this is the first time I've ever had a goal. Of it. I think there may be one or two that have. But yeah, this. this- oh, you know what? I think there's a cabinet you can slide shit into. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, or but yeah. a concept. But this it. is this this is uh, just a brilliant arcade game where you have to. You can you can switch the color of your ship so good. according to which enemy, what color bullets you, you're, you're being shot at. It was with. huge on Dreamcast. This game, yeah. yeah, I remember reading reviews about it for the Dreamcast in like 2000 or 2001. This game looks brilliant. It's been republished by um, Nicholas, who gave us tr- Cave Story and so many excellent indie games. Binding of it Isaac, was a little indie company that could like they're just glowing up. They're so good. I mean, I they have been for years, but they're just. I, I was so unaware of. I guess they're. They're in the um, procuring of IP business now. You know what I mm. mean? Like, it looks like they're just like, oh, we'll grab that game or we'll republish that. Like, have it's. You, have you seen that they're, they're putting out like a fighter game? With like Astro Boy and stuff? Yeah, it? yeah. And heaps it's of like insane. cave story characters. It's so crazy. The Shovel Knight one, I think, as well. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that looks nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm, look, I've, I've played fuck all of that, but I'm very excited to play we more. We had to play it. before. It's great. Um, and uh, I finished. <clears throat> Blood, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, which came out last Friday. Oh, the Metroid. Oh, you finished it? Yes. Um, it, it's a pretty quick game, um, but there are hard moments in it. The final boss How, is What are you tough. talking about quick? Three hours? Right. Okay. <coughs> I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's a, it, this is like a smaller game that was made as a um, Kickstarter like a Celeste goal. Like a bigger game. What, sorry? Celeste is a bigger game by far. Would you say? Or about the oh, same? No, no, much bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. much bigger. Yeah, yeah. No, but th- this is not the real... So, um, Bloodstained is a game made by the guy who created um, Castlevania um, in the similar fashion of, of Castlevania because Konami aren't making Castlevania or games really in general. No, just pachinkos. Um, but... So, they're, they're, they're basically, they're making like a spiritual successor to, to Castlevania. Um, the one that they're making is um, meant to be like particularly success- succeeding... Um, uh, Sympathy of the Night. Sympathy of the Night. Yeah. Which is like PS1. kind of the most beloved. PS1? Yep. Yeah. Most beloved uh, Castlevania game. But it, uh, one of the Kickstarter goals was that if it reached a certain amount, they would also make one that was paying homage to the NES era of Castlevania games. And it, this one was developed yeah. by Inti Creates, who gave us Blaster Master Zero oh, and yeah, Gun sure. Vault. And that, look, that makes a lot of sense now. Mighty Number no. 9, looks, which is yeah. less about so the better. Um, you but, hate that game, don't you? I, I just know. Was I, it the Mega I, Man Everyone creator? hated it. Yeah, yeah. So why did it suck? Because Mega Man sucks. No, Mega, Mega Man doesn't fucking suck. awesome. But no, yeah. I think it was just like they, the, the graphics were shit. The, the ideas behind it were shit. Did they make it like polygonal? Yeah, it's like slightly polygonal up there. Yeah, 3D graphics. It's that's no good. right. Um, I didn't know. I've never played it. Maybe it is secretly good and everyone lied. I don't know. Maybe. But so Curse of the Moon came out well before the other Bloodstained, the actual Bloodstained came out. When's Bloodstained out? Uh, no, they're not revealing that yet, but this is out now. It's like a little kind of way to wet your appetite. Oh, I had no idea that it was yeah. like a wet your appetite thing. Is the other one coming to Switch? Yes. Does it look like this or are they going more Symphony of the Night Symphony look? of the Night look, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay, is- so that's interesting that they've literally gone like, uh, we haven't finished the album, but we're doing this instead. No, not instead. Like, it's just, it's just, this got finished first. They can either sit on it or they can re- release wow. it now. They've I had got- no idea. Well, which, yeah. When they announced the Kickstarter, what was the game that they were like, saying this is the thing we're going to make or was it both 
this was a this was a goal that they hit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I see. I had no idea. That's so fascinating. Yeah, it's really really cool. It's a crazy story. It's like the, one of the most successful Kickstarter campaigns of all time, because um, it's like people fucking love Castlevania games, um, and this like the the attention to detail and the love and care that's gone into recreating the NES era of uh, of Castlevania games um, in this is is just phenomenal um, and 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 really really great. So. Uh, I highly recommend Bloodstained Curse of the Moon if you love kind of like NES era platformers. The coolest thing about it is that they've actually, um, there's a mode you can play. It's just called casual mode, but don't let the put off you. The only difference about it is that it turns off a life count. So like the re- regular mode, you know, uh, okay. you start with three so lives. So you just keep dying, coming back, like modern gaming basically. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it also removes knockback. So if an- When you get hit. Yeah, if you yeah. if you played NES platformers, if you get hit by an enemy, not only do you lose health, but you also like fall off a ledge into a hole and die. Yeah. Um, especially in, in in Castlevania games. Like, so you I mean, know, when I was meeting earlier about uh, the lack of virtual console in these NES games, I'm just like, here's the thing with NES games: most of them aren't great. No, most of them like the mechanics in them. Like, we've we've grown past that. Yeah, we've changed. And so like, just it's really cool. Like a little tiny change like this made this game so much more fun. For Did me. you prefer casual mode? Fuck yeah! Cool. I don't, I, 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 I but that only unlocks once you finish it. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, you can, you can start. Did from you the play beginning. the whole game casual mode? I I played the first level, um, in, the, in, in the regular mode, and just was just like, this is fucking hard, obliterated and shit. Just like, just like really, really irritating. Where you're like, come on, fuck. Um, yeah. Cause you we're just falling down the pits all the time because something bumps into you. It's the pits. That's my review of oh, Pan. Brilliant. Um, Peter Angus Trasker, Pan review. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a really really good game. Well, now I want to get. It's so interesting that this is like an appetite at Tizer. That's so funny. Yeah, it's a cool story. It's yeah. it's, it's good and an indie creator. So there's a, a no really idea when the other re- one's coming out. Like the big boy. It's meant to be this year. Okay. Yeah. Same day everywhere. It's none of this like PS4 for nine years and then we might do a Switch version later. Uh, no, I think I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be same day of release. This was same day as release you across do all it consoles. These days. Yeah. Angus, we were meant to talk about God of War, oh, yeah. Labo, Far Cry 5, but it's late. This is a long episode. We'll do it next. You know, we, this is Hey Fam. Since when yeah. have we stuck to his schedule? But I finished God of War last week. Oh, so you finished it? I finished it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying should to I platinum buy it, it. Or should I borrow it? No, you should buy it. It's a game that you'll want to have forever. Yeah. I know you as a collector, you won't, yeah. you won't want to give it back to is me. Is this like one of the, the those moments like when you played Last of Us on PS3 and you're like, oh, this is why that console was made like for games like this? Yeah, this is... This is as good as Western games, Western AAA games can get for Sick. me, for my personal yeah. taste. I don't, think, I don't think it gets like better. Like Naughty than Dog this. level of goodness, <clears throat> better, legitimately, legitimately better. better. The, I find the storytelling in this is much better than anything Naughty Dog have ever done. Yeah. And I like their stories. I love the Uncharted series. Um, the combat is way better. <coughs> Can't clear my throat. Something stuck in there. It's a Hey Fam episode. You always cough on them. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. We need it. People would be like, "What do you mean this isn't Hey Fam?" <laughs> I mean, I'm going to pick it up this weekend. You should, like, you will fucking Yeah, I'll get it, it this weekend. I, I, I don't want to be too... It sucked. I remember when I was leaving, and I'm like, actually, there's a video clip of it, I think. And I'm just... No, on the um, episode we did with John, I'm like, I'm going to go away. I'm going to miss, like, the fucking memes. Like, it's going to be... I'm going to be really out of it. Well, and- the only meme is just Kratos saying, boy. So, that's what he's... Is that his... Okay, cool. Well, I okay. I'm, I feel inclusive. Yeah, avoid all discussions of it. I had I had part of the ending spoiled for me, and I was like... Did it ruin it for you? No. Okay. But it was like having, you know, the, a certain moment in Solo. Which was for ruined me. for me. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. ruined for me. I Some fuckwit tweeted it like two weeks before. Whoa. They, remember they did early reviews? <coughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting to see this yeah, guy in it. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, gee, thanks a lot. You know, that was um, Ron Howard pick to have. That was uh, yeah, Ron yeah. Howard's idea. 
Let's not spoil it. No, I'm not going to say who it is, but in the script, it just said like person. They didn't have a name yet. And there's a list of people who they could put in there. Jar Jar. It was Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Do you think Jar Jar is called Jar Jar because he... um, He laughs like a Latina going, Jar Jar, Jar Jar, Jar Jar, Jar. Come to Naboo. (laughs) Wait, there's episode. Have you been sitting on this for a while? No, 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 no. Off the top of the head. No, no, this is great stuff. (laughs) Can we call the episode Come to Naboo? (laughs) Yep. Definitely. (laughs) Done. Um, so yeah, um, I, I, I really, like, I would love to, for you to like get, yeah, I'm going to get God this weekend. It's like, I, I you I know what? I'm going to text Tommy Dasso right now until I'm not hanging out with him. I'm going to get God of War instead. He'll understand that. He, he needs to finish that fucking game. Do you reckon he bought his PS4? <laughs> maybe, I'll go, <laughs> maybe I'll go play it in his hotel. Yeah, he brought his TV. It's the first time he's not staying here. Yeah. So normally whenever Tommy stays, comes to Sydney for shows, he stays at Angus's house. We never see each other though, because he's I always- work all day. And, and he works all night, baby. And um, being unemployed and doing gigs. In, no, no. And um, I work nine to five and he works like literally six to midnight or something. He's, he's always like, I'll come back and we'll hang out. But he'll end up being like, I'm getting drunk with every depressed comedian ever. I'll see you tomorrow. And he'll get home at three every day. <laughs> People wonder why comedians are so depressed. I'll tell you why. It's because they get home at three every day. <laughs> um, and we never saw each other. Like there were some times where Chloe just didn't see him at all. Like we'd always try to at least maybe do one thing. But uh, yeah, it's like the first time. It's it's ironic. Like I'm actually going to be seeing him more than when it, he was here. Yeah, we're going to be at the Dum Dum episode on Saturday. If anyone is going to be, there, I'm so not. Say hello. Are you going to be at the after party? Maybe. Look, I'm not going to confirm or deny right now. Okay. What's your address? <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm only going. Is there is there a roped off section? That's. <laughs> uh, I'll 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 make I'll bring a rope, and when you get Thank there, you. I'll put it around your waist. Thank you. Thank you. And you can't touch what's behind no. that. <laughs> um, My uncircumcised. Yeah, but God of War, man. I, no, I, I'm going to go. I've actually got something on the night, something for Chloe's birthday present. But uh, we're seeing uh, Trixie Mattel from RuPaul's Drag Race, mm. which I'm very excited about. But I, I'll what's try. Their, what's their signature sound? Their song? Um, but that's not what RuPaul's is about. But uh, do, do they do? Are they songs? like a country western person? Yeah, they, yeah. This person makes themselves look like a. Um, they're very funny. They're like hilarious. A very comedic. They have this show on Vice, actually. Okay. Trixie, yeah, Trixie's great. All you drag race heads out there. Trixie's pretty popular, I'd say. But yeah, she released a country western album this year and it was like top of the charts or something, which wow. is hilarious. So, wait, but, but she won't be performing? Maybe. I'm not too sure. Sometimes they say, I mean, she, I think she's one of the rare drag queans who doesn't I, I lip need, sync. I need to watch RuPaul because I have no fucking idea what No, it's you're doing well, though. You're doing well. <laughs> you're doing well. Um, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trixie's my favorite, I think. Okay, Just cool. very funny person. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, show it. Show you what Trixie looks like. I'll show you what I mean. Brad knows what I'm talking about. Who's in the Hey Brad, Fam chat? Um, we made a deal that he'll watch the first episode of Descending Stories. That Shogun Roku Rokugo Shujinji. Oh my yeah, favorite, if you watch ma- ma- uh, So like crazy makeup to look like a country western. Yeah, right. Like Barbie doll person, just like crazy, like made to look like a toy. Well, the eye makeup's insane. Yeah, hilarious. And that's yeah. They have a show called uh, No, it's called uh, Trixie and um, Katya. Who has a show called Uh? Her. It was oh, a YouTube right. show. Then Vice picked it up and changed it to the other one. Yeah, hilarious. But very funny. There's awesome. a great segment on the Vice show where they go... It's funny. The other drag queen there, Katya, is they're both called Brian. And they go out in public. They're like, we're going to throw to Brian and Brian now. They pretend they're not... But they go out and they're like asking like really 
basic questions to like people like it's 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 very funny awesome well le- next week let's talk about um god of what well, i would have played some now I'm yeah definitely exactly. gonna get so i think this, is, this isn't a game that i want to tell you about this is a game that i, I want to talk about our experiences well with this it. is good next week i had nothing on Unreal. this is what i'll be doing next week it's so good man like it, it's like it's like breath of the wild level the, the same Fuck. the same level See, i thought it was like a super on rails game for it, some it reason. is that there are big exploration moments like like you can you can go through the entire game, the story part of the game, and there are, there's like huge parts of the map that you won't even visit. Um, and when I realized that and <clears throat> started actually exploring, I was like, oh my God, that's when I fell in love with the game. Yeah. But the story is brilliant. The combat's awesome. so fucking good. Have you, did you play any of the PS3 games? No, I've never played any. Right, they're I've really, never played any. They're really, really good. But um, this is like a glow up, right? It's like a completely different it's approach. It's extremely different. It's like, it's like you know, the name is pretty much the only similar thing. Uh, well, you know, the main, main character is Kratos. So. But I mean, it's like a, the other one was like quite arcadey, wasn't it? it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not in a bad way, but it was like kind of like a. No, yeah, it's like Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. but this this one is what much more like somber and. Yeah, well, it's like a, you know, it is like what well, a, a, like a, a big epic AAA third person sure. action game. Um, Are you the same Kratos? Yep. Cool. Same Kratos, like... but in a, in a different world with different gods. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. That's my that's my shit. I'll be finishing Far Cry th- Five this weekend. Yeah, I'm right at the end, as you saw. And yeah, I'm jump back in because PS4. There's not much. What else is out? Are you playing anything else in there? Um, I mean, there's things coming out. I still want to get Shadow of the Colossus. And oh yeah, I'll get yeah. that. Yeah, um, I'll but, get that digitally. It's like, yeah, yeah. so cheap. And XCOM Two is the um. Is, oh, yeah, the PS is, Plus is, game. PS Plus game, which is exciting. It's the game I've been like almost. I got Mad Max as well. I'll go play Mad Max. That was a PS. I played. I played some of that. When it I came think it's out. Like pretty fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's got a lot of. It's a well-made game. It's a good like, you know, open world car racing, you know, oh, yeah. shooting cunts game. That's, that's what I need in my life right now. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. I'm gonna, I'll definitely get God of War this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so ready for it. I, I I would be very surprised if I like a game more than that this year. In, you in, see that in, getting number one in your end of year. I mean, like, if someone else, if something else is better than that, I'll be so excited because I'm I what could be better. Fucking love this game, Spider Man. Yeah, I reckon that'll be a very good game, but I think... Is there some emotional... So, this game is emotional? You're getting emotional in it? The storytelling is excellent, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. All right, all right. Well, this is good. It's good that we went too far because I'm going to play it. Yeah. And then we It'll can... It'll be much better it. conversation because So, have you finished... How, how long, when you said you've almost finished it, like, how many hours is that? It's like a 25-hour story. Okay. And then... Um, That's good. But, but, like, I'm I'm well into the 40... 40 hour in a mark or something like that now doing, you're doing side quests and shit and then there's like are you putting stuff off to not finish it and do side quests or you reckon you can go back and do side quests or? you can go back and oh, do okay, side quests sick. yeah and then there's a cool thing that happens once you finish the story to go back yeah okay it's man it's, it, it has everything going for it so game. you want 100% this don't you yeah 100% 100%. 100%. As, as, as I said, 100%, I got a notification on my watch saying that I have 10% power remaining. And you've been cranking that one all day, hey? I forgot to charge I got one that night. said that it's very bright. Do you, now, let me let me ask you this. We're both talking about Apple Watches right now. Do they send... Does it send all of the alerts for people's help at the same time? Yeah. Because I was like, are all you dickheads working out together? Because <laughs> I keep getting like... I was like, are you, are you little nerds or like, just, just like, all right, syncing up. I'm going to work out with you now. Lol, we both got a notification. So, if yeah, another great perk to being on our Patreon is that if you have an Apple Watch, you, we'll share our details with you and you can uh, work out alongside the fam and see when we when we're doing exercise yeah. and see what what when me and Angus are closing our rings. You work? It's uh, kind of pissy. I'll, I'll look that up in a minute. Um, but uh, shouts to Brad Chapman. I just got a notification that he did an exercise that burnt zero calories. 
That's one of those ones where you accidentally hit it and you're yeah, like, Yeah, well, still, what a fucking idiot. You're an idiot, Brad. <laughs> Learn how to exercise. He actually is like very competitive with me. Yeah, yeah. I know. You two have got some unhealthy competition. <laughs> I love it. It's all him, though. Is it? Yeah. Now, but now, now that is he's. Is he put- the Drake or Pusher? Oh, I don't know. He definitely skipped through the Drake and Pusher discussion that we had earlier, though. Rude. Yeah. Very rude. Um, thank you so much for listening. Drake, then. Looking forward to uh, to uh, doing another episode again next week. We will do a yeah. Hey FM episode very yeah, soon, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, 2008, But baby. we've got so much, so much to talk about. So Almost too much, but I would say just enough. Um, next week, I also want to talk about Labo as well. Yeah, um, I want to hear all about me it. Me and Archie have made almost all of the models. You're having with some it. very wholesome times, Dude, I'm saying, with so it. so much fun. Yeah. Like, I, I wish that they released like a $20 version of it just so people could have a adults mm. could just kind of feel a bit better about buying it just to have a crack. It's a big ask for... For like, yeah, like the $80, $90 Especially if you whatever. don't have a kid. Exactly. But like, yeah. man, making it is so fun. And when you see it all come together, like just these, you know, cardboard, the way it clicks together, the, yes. it just, man, it's... It looks like a masterclass. It's a, it's like, a, it looks like the best toy on the planet. Yeah. So I'll go into detail of uh, my experiences with that very soon too but more importantly god of war far cry 5 do you know what can you do this also can you get archie to can you record with him he's just get him to talk about it for two minutes yeah do you like i want to do that yeah we'll put that on the pod i think that'd be hilarious you should we've got like one or two sets left you should come and come over one day and build with us yeah i will Archie loves you i know he does it's because i look like him when we're in the bar (laughs) (laughs) because he's got more in common with me (laughs) next he'll lose an appendix i haven't got one of those (laughs) then we'll see whose son he is like the uh, Corella Deville of your children. Next week, we're also going to be doing um, a, a look back at Atlanta season two. Oh yeah, yeah, I finished that this week. I still yeah. have two episodes to go, um, but I'll watch them. What's the last one you watched? I can't remember. Him in the forest. Yeah, I think so. Paperboy in the forest. Good shit. Oh man, I love Paperboy so much. So I think I, he's overtaken Darius as my favorite character. How good is just every episode this season? Like focusing on one person. Yes, definitely. It's just such a great idea. Yeah, it's so good. It's just. It's such a good show. So watch Atlanta. It's on FX or um, SBS On Demand if you're in Australia for free. Um, yeah. So check that out. It's Donald Glover's show. The next episode's worry. awesome. Okay, looking forward it's to like it. It's like Freaks and Geeks. It's awesome. Oh, fun. That's exciting. And it's like just set in a high school. Unreal. Like a prequel. Save it for next week, okay, Angus? Yeah, it's Fuck. really good. I'm th- <laughs> what I'm like, surprised is the kid who plays young Donald Glover. He's Tamba and the way he delivers these lines, like... This kid's an amazing actor. He sounds like Donald Glover. He does a better Donald Glover impression than he's Donald a Glover a, did of Lando. He's a better Lando than <laughs> Donald Glover was. Unreal. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. Again, patreon.com slash heyfam if you're not already a member. Come join the fam. There's all kinds of good perks. Come chat with us. Um, come exercise with us. Come exercise with us. Come find out if, um, if you look who the cut, same as Angus. <laughs> come have a bath with Angus. <laughs> That'll be our top tier. Oh, my God. $20 a boys. month. Bath with Angus. Bath boys. <laughs> Um, yep thank you so much for listening follow us on everything and we'll see you next week see you then sorry I was trying to think of a sign off for that enjoy your morning enjoy your morning that's it enjoy your foreskin enjoy your foreskin (laughs) (laughs) I know I do (laughs) bye hey ACAST powers the world's best podcasts Here's a show that we recommend. 
Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com